Hello and welcome to Dinner Gamer episode 301. We are the video game source for you, the casual gamer. My name is Brianoski. I'm Austin Morales, and we're here with the one and only Jason Hobbs from the Skip Rent By podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. You have a podcast or something <laughs> I do like that. Have a that's podcast awesome. Or something like that. We, that's uh, a really good podcast, by yeah, the way. We yeah. review movie, TV shows from today, yesterday, and the days of future past with my co-host Raul, which he is not with us. That's right. Just right. Me. No. <laughs> it's good stuff. And you can find them on Spotify and iTunes and all the podcast places. Yeah. Anywhere you want to listen to a podcast, you can find us there. And also find us on Anchor. Leave us a voicemail like Brett did just recently. <laughs> Anything you say, I'll put it on the air. Just to let you know. <laughs> that funny. Dangerous. Okay. Just so you know, Thank any you. TV show that you watch is a show that may or may not be something you can fold laundry to. <laughs> Fuck off, damn it. I hate that shit so much. Anyways. Uh, so here to review video games, not that's fucking right. movies and TVs. Yes, shows. And this week on the big 301, we jump into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Jason beat it. Me and Brett are thought we were really far. And we're not. <laughs> There's so much in this freaking game is ridiculous. Not even close. And there is no news because who cares about news? Well, actually, there wasn't a lot of news, but yeah, who cares about news when we got to talk about game of the year 2020 for our discussion topic? We break Woo-hoo! down all the. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was late to that party. We break down a bunch of categories. We actually took some out from last year, and man, it is a full length discussion about everything that was great and awful about next year. And without further ado, let's get into it. Cue that music. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Intergamer Podcast. For first-time listeners, welcome to the show. We make this podcast for our fans, so if you ever have any feedback, email us at hello at theintergamer.net. If you're a return visitor, thank you for sticking with us. If you want to make this show better, please consider donating or simply sharing this episode with a friend. You can visit theintergamer.net slash donate to contribute. And one of the special benefits is if you're a contributor or just a good friend of ours, because that happens too, you can be a guest on the podcast like... Woo! Who's this guy? It's Jason. What's up, man? <laughs> Once again, holy shit! Here we are. <laughs> I am. He back. is. He is present. Um, you can't tell, but there's a divider between us, an invisible divider, and I don't see him here. He's no. actually, he's actually uh, remoting in from another location. <laughs> yeah, far away. It's that ESPN 5G hologram technology. <laughs> holy so shit! Good. Good. All right, I like that. Oh yeah, ESPN 5G. All about that life. That's right. Um, yeah, so welcome, Jason. Welcome yeah. to the podcast, man. Thanks That's for our first episode. Again. Yeah, very first episode Heck of yeah. this year. 301. Really appreciate it. Thank you. You know it. Well, now, we're trying to change things up this year. We're going to try and get guests on all the time. Yeah. And uh, you have uh, have a lot to 
a lot. You have to set the bar right oh, now. Oh, I'm setting the bar right yes. now? You didn't tell me that. Yeah. I should have grabbed more beer. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, his, his idea of beer is uh, bar, a, a White Claw. It's yeah, a, a White Claw. That, that is my beer. That's our beer. It's a, it's a great, great thing. It's actually really good. Honestly. Yeah, well, I'm allergic to barley, which is an all. That's true. I forgot all about of that. Beer. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, so, that's kind of shitty. I can't yeah. say that, can I? Oh, well, you can say whatever you want. Oh, well, fuck my ass. I can't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated yeah. quickly. This is a, this is a PG-13 and up podcast because oh, we uh, we don't far. we 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 have to check the box that says we don't cater to children on our YouTube oh, channel. So. Yeah. Mine's a little rated R. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, something else I want to mention is that uh, we've updated a little bit of our Patreon rewards this year. Um, Patreon lets you subscribe month after month to contribute to your favorite content creators. A lot of creators that make extra content, uh, they make them exclusive to their contributors. But because we have a very small amount of contributors on Patreon, we don't make that extra content because it would take a lot of time for a few handful of people. So no offense to anybody that's Patreon contributor, of course. (laughs) But the idea is that we want to grow it and give you value without having to make that much yet until we start getting more and more money coming in that we can then hopefully hire people who can help us produce the extra content we want to produce. So what we've done this year is added more content to allow you to hang out with us more and do more with us. So um, I actually forgot to tell Austin this before we started the podcast, but hey, Austin, there's uh, new updates on the thing that we talked about last week, <laughs> but uh, it's on our Patreon website, uh, patreon.com slash gamer. And you can check out the tiers. They're basically the same as they were before, but there's new graphics under each one, which is kind of cool. And then we've also added in a few extra features. So uh, one of which is that um, you can always you can be on the podcast like regularly, which is awesome. As Jason is here, yes, um, but I he's not here, here just because he's a Patreon subscriber. He's here because he's also a cool person, of course. Yeah, but um, and they begged me, and then we also begged him. Yes, we did. <laughs> I'm joking. It was, it was bad, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we also are going to have, uh, we want to have people on, on Twitch more often at the stream with us. So if you are a Patreon subscriber at the $5 tier or higher, you can come join us on Twitch and basically you kind of get priority access of like when you get to come on. Like obviously we have our circle of people that stream with us, but if you donate to us at least once a month, you'll be able to come on and stream with us, which would be really cool. So you can come to our discord channel. We'll invite you down into the private area of the channel, all that good stuff. It's going to be really awesome. So check that out and consider giving us a monthly monetary donation to help us grow. What was the grow. last game you guys streamed together? Um, what was the last one we streamed? We did a combination of Phobia, Grounded, yeah. mm-hmm. and Rocket League. Oh, Rocket League? I need yes. to get back into that. Dude, I, have you played a lot of Rocket League? I did. When it, whenever it first came out for yeah. PlayStation Plus for free, dude, I was so addicted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it was yeah. a major addiction i should go listen to our podcast where like we found it and then oh just, really yeah uh, i think we have like we, five podcasts in a row where we just talked about how much we were oh, obsessed yeah. with it actually like the music our podcast music was in was and kind chosen of, kind of because of rocket league maybe i wonder if the yeah, playstation yeah. 5 has any kind of because of the adapted controllers i wonder if there's anything oh that's interesting with that. that'd be kind of cool to see yeah I'm curious now i might get back in rocket league now. yeah yeah, well, I mean, we were playing it last week. We played we played a lot the last several weeks. We've kind of streamed it because it's okay. been a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. Between like other games that we've been playing, and you can just, it's the it's the one game, one of the few games that I'm actually good at, like 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 competitively good at, and well, not competitively. Oh, I probably couldn't get in league or whatever, <laughs> but like I can actually like score shit and like okay. do things and. 
but I have 130 hours logged in that game, which Ooh, doesn't shit. happen very often. But yeah, I might have to reinstall it and play it then. Okay, so good. cool. So good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then now it's cross platform. So, like, my yeah. progress on PC, I could carry it over from PS4, vice versa, PS5 now. Um, so it all carries over. So like no matter where I'm playing, I'm making progress. You're to making my progress game. to your to your I wouldn't say character, but to your my badass car. That is <laughs> your badass amazing. car. Yeah. I have the silver from season twelve because I was silver level uh competitive player, you know. I was past the bronze <laughs> when we finished up, so I got a special skin for that. You are very proud of this, aren't you? I'm very proud of it. I have yes. the Batmobile. I have the Batmobile, but apparently the new season, I don't I, I don't know where it is. Like they must have like I don't know if they moved it out of there I'm or put it in like upset. legacy mode or something. Cause they've like moved everything since it went free to play. They've moved it all to like legacy yeah. content and a lot of stuff like I can't find as much. Like I don't know if my Batmobile's there. I'm like shit, I like the Batmobile. Damn it. Then I need to re-download it and figure yeah, it out. I don't know. All right. Find out. Anyway, so that's all happening. Um, <laughs> make sure you also tune in to us to watch us at twitch.tv slash unigamercast every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time to watch us play games like Rocket League, Phasmophobia, Grounded, Among Us, when we do Among Us streams, all that good stuff. So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. And uh, yeah, let's talk about the games we played this this week. Or actually, not this week, the last like three <laughs> weeks since you've last listened to this podcast. Um, there's been a lot of gaming. Uh, let's go around the table. So... Uh, I've been talking a lot. Jason's been talking a little bit. Austin, I haven't let you talk this entire podcast. Sorry. It's okay. So <laughs> what have you been playing? Uh, real quick, like just give me like a cliff notes of like all the games you've been playing through the holidays. Um, I did, uh, Vermintide, uh, Age of Calamity, obviously Valhalla, some cyberpunk. What are some other ones? Phasmophobia. Some things we streamed. Um, I guess that's about it. Yeah, I really didn't get to play much of anything. Awesome. awesome. I say that, but I mean, I got a decent hours in. Right. Like yeah. this last week, I was like, I got to play some games. That's good. I like it. I like it. So literally you took a break. You took a break? I literally took a break. Like that's from good. From everything, from uh, life. Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even paint. Like I hardly painted. But you got some paints, which is good. You started streaming, paint, painting yeah. a little bit. Right. Might That's do more right. streams. Oh yeah, I did see that stream actually. Yeah, you, you, you're painting. Yeah, it was funny because awesome. uh, Philip was in there talking to me, and then all of a sudden Travis found out, and he was in there, and then Sarah jumped in, and Scott jumped in. I was like, man, we have because we're uh, me and Philip were talking about D and D, and then like the whole crew's getting in there who's in D and D, and I was like, what are the chances Brett jumps in here? Real quick, and you never jump. But I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> you failed us. I was working. I'm sorry. It happens. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm painting uh, minis for our D our our D and D sessions, which are not uh, streamed. Although Philip expressed a lot of interest in seeing them mm. in some kind of format. Yeah. Awesome. So maybe we'll get there. But is this the same yeah. Philip I know? Is just another Philip that I? Yeah. Know? This is your Philip. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know he was watching it. That's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you have a Philip. Yeah, I have a friend named Philip. Oh, okay, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, you're Philip. <laughs> like you have a little. I was minion. like, maybe there's another like like another Philip that I was like unaware our of. Philip. Like, yeah. Our our Philip. Oh yeah. man, that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that's awesome. So, Jason, what have you been playing? Oh my besides God. the games we're about to talk about. Oh, besides the games yeah, we're talking yeah. about. So I can't mention that one game. I'm no, late. you can't mention that one game. Okay. Yeah. So, I finally got a PS5. <laughs> I'm sorry for the people that have not got one yet, but I played through Miles Morales. Pretty short. 
outstanding. Really loved it. I love the uh, PlayStation 5 adapted controller thing. I, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, of course, which is kind of like a... Uh, yeah, right. It's a love and hate. We finally beat Breakpoint completely. Hell yeah, we did. Hell yeah, we did. That, that was I didn't tell you that, Austin. Like, we like, have done all the DLCs and all the oh, game nice. content and all the above. Oh, yes, nice. we did. And it, oh, wait, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't care. I'm, I'm very shocked that you did not enjoy that game as much as I thought you would. Why is that? Because Why did you think I would enjoy it? I thought you would enjoy it more because it was kind of like Division, but you can have vehicles and you can sneak around and do other things. No? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. He's just like, no comment. Know. He's just <laughs> I like, know. I hated that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, okay. it just didn't happen. Yeah. And then I well, just... Okay, ahead, so this, no, is why I, yeah. this is why I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Because I've played some of the old Ghost Recon. and Well, I didn't play the one before this one, which probably changed a lot in that yeah. time period. And uh, it wasn't the same. I was expecting uh, a little more, like, consequences for not being stealthy and uh, being more tactical. Because oh. that's how they hyped it up. That's where they, they ha- in the E3 thing, they yes, had like you them playing true. through it. Yeah. And you're running around, and you're having the bandage on the go, and you're just like, that'd be so cool. And then it wasn't that at all. You are highly correct on that. But we'll yeah. digress on that. Anyway, one. yeah. yeah. No, listen but, to that uh, podcast. Yeah, listen to that one. But uh, yeah, uh, and then also Watch Dogs Legion, which I dropped real quick because I picked up a different game. And then Godfall, which oh, yeah, I right. fucking hate. I forgot we played Godfall. Yeah, that's how like fucking a, terrible it is. I yeah. like wanted Sorry, to jump I'm back into it, but yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah, no, Godfall is terrible. Do not waste your money on that. Man, it's I kinda, a, it's, I it's a total it. skip Let's jump back me. into it. Let's, let's do it. Oh, you want to yeah, jump, jump back, back into, into it? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, no. no I'm just kidding. I'm I don't know. Good. Maybe I should uninstall it then. I don't know. If they fix the whole, like, you know... You can shield whenever you want. Yeah, they won't fix that. No, they won't. Yeah. So I'm I'm done. I don't think they brought out a patch that say like they have the game. That's that's crazy. So um, I think that's all the games I've been like really diving into playing. Besides Ghost of Tsushima, <clears> which we <throat> tried the raid, which Borderlands Three. Oh yeah, BO Three. I'm back into that. Which the PS5 version has the adaptive it's controller. Amazing. It's outstanding. I love it. I am so happy that my fiance Sam is getting into it. Hell yeah. Oh, it's... I just got to get Austin back into it. Yes, four people. Come on, Austin. Buy it for me and I'll play it with you. Ten bucks the best buy. Yeah. Peoples. It's great. Yeah. No. See, uh, see, the reason why I bought Anthem, because it was only five. So ten is a little too high. Here we go. Back to the... A little too high. I am sorry about (laughs) Anthem. Anthem's Anthem's not bad. Hey, I won't knock it. Yeah, I won't knock it right now. I only yeah. paid five bucks for it. Yeah, so. that's a fun okay. experience. It'll right. it will get better. I Give still it owe you both a beer for that one. So. Oh no, no, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Oh, it was you fun. did? Yeah. You want to yeah. jump back into it? PS Five? Oh no, no, not until oh, they bring out the new update. <laughs> Damn I, it! I want I want two point I want two point Yeah, yeah that I feel like that would never happen. But yeah, that's that's about it with the games I've been <clears> playing. Is just besides the one we're yeah yeah I really want to talk about that one. But badass. Well, other than the ones we're going to talk about, the only other game I played during the break was Hades, which I'm really excited to talk about. But we'll talk about that later on in the game of the year discussion. Okay. But that game was is just awesome. Like I really, yeah. really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So I'm anxious to talk more about that. But the game that we're here to talk about first and foremost is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, because uh, I have <laughs> so I have I have a confession to make. I thought I was okay. over 20 hours in the game. 
then I realized I'm not. <laughs> How was, many? Uh, I was, uh, so when I told you guys I was over 20 hours in the game, I okay. was at like 14. <laughs> so I was oh a little less. So I played four hours yesterday and now I'm at 18. So okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting closer. Or might, might be at 19. I don't remember, but I'm, I'm around like 18, 19. So I'm okay. a little further now, but I'm not near as far as I thought I was. I feel like I've been playing this like a shit ton of this game. <laughs> yes, me too. Yeah. I'm at 22 hours. Yeah. It's and I've been crazy. like, zoom, like getting through this thing. Oh, boy. Minus that I had to stop and actually do side quests for like a day. But still. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, I, wait. I fucked my I fucked myself, by the way. So you got to a part where like you were you felt underpowered, like basically. Yeah. So I was just following the campaign and I got to the part where you build that that one. I call her a witch. I don't really know what uh, she's seer. called. The seer. Yeah. She yeah. comes from your old tribe. And then you build a hut for her, and she's like, all right, I'm going to help you out with some shit. I don't know what it was, but whatever. Um, oh, boy. We go to Asgard, and uh, yeah, it was like, everything's level 90 here. And I was like, what? Damn, I'm only level 50. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, you I got are- stuck at the wolf. There's a part where you fight this wolf, and uh, I can I had to go to easy. I literally could not beat it. What? And I, I didn't have any arrows either, like, I ran around Asgard looking for arrows and I was like, fuck it. This is it. I tried and tried and tried and tried and I tried some more and I was like, can't do it. Gotta go easy. Wait, I gotta get, cause I thought I was stuck in there until I realized I could wake up and I was like, fuck. And then I just started like doing all these side missions to level myself up. Oh my God. And then I was like, wait a second. I can go to that one chick in the village and pledge myself to some other area. And I was like, ah, I've wasted like a whole day of just, BSing, and I could be like, yeah, because that the missions that that side mission, I I would like to call it a big side mission. It takes you to a whole new uh, world, really, and you can just you can get lost in that and get lost in the storyline. And I can understand what happened, but boy, that I that, thought that was that sucks. part of the main mission there. Uh, no. Yeah, because you look at the missions. Yeah, and like under that area, Raven Trope or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it is like go to Asgard. Well, so that's what I thought too. Because like last night, I was because like I've I always when I play, I I have like the like IGN always puts up like these wiki walkthrough things. Yeah, and I just use that to give me like a sense of where I am in the game. Because if I know that like I have seventy five percent left in the game, I can feel better about accomplishing what I'm about to do. Yeah. Whereas if I don't know at all where I am in the game, I'm like, I just will give up and well, stop playing. That's what kind of sucks with the PlayStation Five now is that this this uh, particular game does not use that feature with the with right. the cards at all. So I was stuck at eight percent, and I was uh, what did I say, uh, ninety hours into yeah, it. Yeah. And then finally, whenever I hit uh, 128 hours, I jumped to 95%. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Well, how, how did it jump from that big yeah. percentage? Mine's been at 40% wow. since I started playing the game. Yeah. Like, it just stayed at 40% the whole time. I'm like, there's no way I'm 40%. There, yeah, there's no game. way. I, I feel yeah. like the, uh, yeah, the, the game's not updated for yeah. the full console. It's not using it properly. Yeah, it's not using it properly. Um, yeah, because, like, I was, uh, shit, what was I talking about? Hang on, I forgot. I was talking about something. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's what. Yeah, you're yeah, that's about. right. That that game that we're playing <laughs> and stuff like that. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's uh, there's a there's a lot there's a lot to this game. Like I'm, I'm there is so far I've I've been really happy with it though. Like oh like a lot of the. 
there's a lot of things that they took out of it that I feel like were in other games that I'm glad that they put in here or that they that they took out a previous game. So I heard like the previous one, like you were like swapping out gear and shit like all the time, from what I understand. In Odyssey, is that accurate? Oh fuck Odyssey. I don't give a fuck about Odyssey. But yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. No, no. But you no. played it, right? You played it, right? Who, me? Yes. Yeah, Odyssey. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I've played it. I did not enjoy any of it. So awesome. Wow. So how does it compare? Damn. Because Austin, you didn't like it much either, right? Yeah, because, I mean, like, all the people out in the world outside of the two of you, sounds like they loved Odyssey. So I was thinking that that would be what this game, like, well, I mean, I was surprised, like, when Austin didn't like it, but I didn't know you didn't like it until yeah. today. I was like, damn, that's crazy. So I'm, I'm going to say something real quick. The biggest complaint about it is the dialogue in Odyssey was bad, just because you have multiple oh, so choice bad. options, and then if you play as the male, it's super bad. But I, I want to ask you guys like a question. Movie? Like like a bad porno movie, but <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. Did y'all notice in Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Valhalla, whenever you make a choice, your character crosses his arms? Yes, I didn't notice that. I mean, I noticed yeah. he was doing that a lot. Yeah, Especially he was doing a lot. It yeah. was very annoying, but I didn't. Yeah. It didn't annoy me as much in this one as much as with Odyssey. Odyssey it huh. annoys the piss out of me, and plus the male character that you play as is a very bad porno actor. That's the only thing that went through my head the whole time. I was just like this. Wait, I like real? it. I really like, like it. Like for real? Like for real. Like, oh, that's funny. It, it annoyed me. That's why I stopped playing. Yeah. The game. Oh, like, not like a really, not, not, he's not a real porno actor. He no, was, no, he's not a real. Oh, I, oh, like, I, thought I, I thought you were seriously like, <laughs> like no, he has like a I double don't, life don't. where he's like, <laughs> I'm in porn and then I do voice <laughs> acting for us. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't bang the table too much. You're checking. Oh, sorry. 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 God. Why don't you be like me and not bang the table? I don't know, because we get excited about that. I know, I know. But yeah, no, I did not enjoy anything about Odyssey, but luckily with this one, it changed the whole aspect of that last one. I mean, the first one, Origins, of this trilogy, I would say now, is that uh, this one really picked it back up, and it really set the bar for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So That's good. I actually agree with that. Look at that. Look at that. Magic. Yeah, I'm so, so I'm curious to know when because I don't know because I've the last time I played Assassin's Creed was <laughs> Assassin's Creed three, like to its entirety. So it's been a minute since I've been in the story in this world of the animus and all that shit. And I know at the very beginning, like there was a part where I was out in like the, the little cottage or whatever the hell it is in the middle of nowhere. And I get out of the animus and I talk to some people and then I go back in the animus and then I haven't been out of the anime. I haven't been anywhere else God. outside of Thank it. Thank God. Yeah, which is probably good. Because I remember I used to I used to hate in the early games with uh what's the dude's name that was like the main Desmond. character. Desmond, thank you. Desmond. Like I didn't like Desmond in that thing. I liked the idea of the animus and like what they had built in that world, but I didn't like Desmond as a character at all. And then now here it's like there's so little animus which is like crazy so like how much does it come in throughout the course of this game so i mean you really have the option to exit at any time oh that's true that's right I forgot so about that. you can exit and communicate with the the people on the outside and <coughs> they did the same thing with the origins so should you and you can to catch that dialogue okay but uh at the very end something there's like two big twists at the end so i recommend if you want to get the full story of the future I, i'm gonna call it the future state of things you can exit, talk to these people, and you know, figure out what's going on. But this, this, uh, 
this game is referencing a lot back to Assassin's Creed 3. Hmm. Okay. So I think that's the main reason why they kind of remastered it and put it back out there. I actually loved Assassin's Creed 3 just because of the storyline. It dealt with the Revolutionary War. It was very um, interesting, the whole storyline behind that. And I, I loved it. And plus, Connor, to me, is my still, besides Eivor, is my favorite assassin. Yeah. Arguable, but yeah, arguable. Yeah, but you don't know. Nah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I liked it. I was just like, I was so bored. Like after the, like the first half of the game, that was not the first game. half, but just the beginning, the beginning part of it, because you played the kids for so long. I was it, just it, like, you know, uh, I agree with you on that. After we talked uh, about it, I, I yeah. agree with you. It, it took a while, but then after that, that, it got really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, this this story arc really dives deep with Assassin's Creed Three, and they answers they answer a lot of un answered questions from the third one okay. just like a kind of a heads up so yeah but yeah interesting which yeah. are i i hardly remember Assassin's creed 3 well i don't want to say no. it do you want okay. me to say it you, you want me to throw it out there i mean yeah, it's kind fine. of a spoiler cast i mean it's spo- well i mean yeah i mean Assassin's creed 3 i feel like it's been a while since i mean it's been a while at this point it's like i feel like we can spoil it so Okay. Well, spoilers I mean, for AC3. Answering, not spoilers for Valhalla. Is it answering stuff how that I haven't been answered? Do that. Okay, so we can't do it. I don't know how I can do that. Damn. Because oh, what I would I say, it, it's mostly about Desmond. Oh, really? It's like big thing about Desmond. What happened? Fuck. To, okay, I guess I can say that. What happened to Desmond in the third one would answer where he's at and what's going on. So what happened in the third one? My fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It's supposed to be about Valhalla, okay. damn it. So, <laughs> no, no, please tell us. I want to know. You want me to tell you. Okay, so yeah. Desmond sacrificed himself to save the Earth in order to start this machine up to have a force field around the Earth to yeah. prevent a solar flare from hitting the Earth. Okay, I remember that. So they mentioned Fairly. that in yeah. Valhalla that. Oh. saying that Desmond started this, but the shield is like too strong and it's fucking up the earth right now. So we got to figure out how to fix it. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So that's all I'm going to say. Okay, cool. All right. Very cool. I don't, I don't want to go. I'm, I don't want to reveal anything. Yeah. So, all right. So back to the game and it's current. <laughs> state yeah. yes. You will reveal it to me. Okay. There that's fine. Perfect. I that's want to fun. know. Uh, yeah. So now we're in Valhalla. We've been playing this game. We've, we've, we've talked about like kind of the basic mechanics and stuff like that, yeah. but You've been in the game now. Um, how like how does this compare in like the echelon of Assassin's Creed games, quality wise? Like yeah. both from a gameplay perspective and then a story perspective. So if they're different, okay. So I'll put it this way: I recently repurchased uh, Ezio collection. I replayed all of them, and I replayed Assassin's Creed Three. I love the AC like trilogy and all yeah, like everything about Assassin's Creed. I did not enjoy Odyssey. That's the one game I did not beat. Man, okay. Uh, story arc-wise, I love it because, like I said, it referenced back to Assassin's Creed 3, and I love Desmond as a character. I hate that you said that you do not like him. He's just boring. He's not boring. He's very boring. You're boring. He's very flat. You're flat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I enjoyed his story arc, and I like to see... Wait, at the very end. You mean like this? 
I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh my god. Flatline. Flatline. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. No. I mean, the new character's not that great in my eyes. I mean, I haven't paid attention to new characters. Yeah, you see, yeah. A lot of no people don't that. pay attention to yeah. the, the I mean, future I want stuff to, that's going on. You want yeah. to, but story arc wise, with that, I feel like it's a good completion of Desmond's kind of his story, and that's all I, I'm going to put on that. Okay. Avor as an assassin is very unique because he is a he's a Viking. So now we get the he option. or she he or she. I'm sorry. I'm I'm playing as I'm a playing he. the female character. Okay. I thought you were playing as both. Like, no. Oh no. No, I'm, I'm the she. Oh, you're yeah. she. Yeah. Are you she? No, I picked the option to like, let it pick for me. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's 2021. You can be a she if you want to. Well, my character is a she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you said you were a she. No. He <laughs> slash she. Okay. He, no, she. <laughs> <laughs> well, Woo! anyways, oh, okay, so Avor as an assassin is very unique because of his story. Is that he is? He kind of falls into the Brotherhood without being really part of it. Okay, he he does his own thing by getting his people out of Norway and starting his own community, and he doesn't care about the order. It just happens to fall in line with what he's trying to do. Yeah. And I love Eivor way better than Connor just because his climbing ability is you can basically climb anything and everything. Super cool. It is super nice. It's super phenomenal. And then they bring in the uh, the power aspect of it where you have these multiple powers where they brought into Odyssey, which was very nice. You know, you can, you can like throw axes like crazy. You can like slam down on someone. It, it's a very refreshing thing. But the biggest thing about the gameplay is that since you're a Viking, you can either have the option into sneaking in or just going balls to the wall. But you have to remember you have the balance. You know, if you go balls to the wall, you better be prepared to fight someone off. That's going to be super difficult. And I think that's what I love the most because it reminds me of Ghost of Tsushima exact same way. <clears throat> Yeah. You know, you don't have the full... If you don't get the full intel, you're going to get knocked down. Yeah. So. Uh. That's true. I mean, like, I, I've been playing... I've been approaching most missions where I'm trying to sneak in, but yeah. then I've noticed that, like, it's just I haven't quite figured out how to work the gameplay. Like, when I go to a distrust area, for example, where it's like they say, oh, people will not trust you in here. You put your little cloak on or whatever, and you, mm -hmm. like, walk around and stuff like that. I feel I remember in older games it was really easy to hide. Yes. Because it's just like you have buildings everywhere. So if like somebody sees you, you just like climb up on top of a building, you're good. But in these like villages and stuff like that, there's not many. I mean, there's a few huts you can get on top of. There's well, a there's couple no, of grass things you can hide into. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a a village trying to build up their settlement. Yeah. So you don't have much to hide yeah. with. So I, I've struggled with that of like trying to to like do stealth so like usually what i'll do is i'll go in there and i'll like try and stealth a little bit and i'm just like screw it i'm just like start slashing <laughs> people and then but i've been able to do that relatively well because i've been like working on upgrading my character enough to focus on like a lot of my light and heavy attacks yeah. and then defense uh abilities and stuff like that so that i can ward them off and then um so i've been mostly okay but as like new enemies come into play then i'm like oh shit how do i fight this guy 
Then I read the codex and it's like, okay, these are the weaknesses, these are their abilities, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I got this person next time. Um, I've had a few though that have been very challenging. I was like, damn, this guy is a little rough. <coughs> but then I found out, I was watching a video about like things that you may not have realized. Mm-hmm. And I should have realized this, but I didn't. <laughs> but like when you, you know, when you like go like hold down your bow, it like highlights the weak areas like yes. on the character. And I was like, what the hell is this highlight thing for a while? It's like, oh, duh, there we go. It took so then you we that shoot long? Yes, to, it like, did. It okay, took you a video out. to teach you that? Yes. I'm pretty sure it goes <laughs> yes. over that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't tell you at all. No, it's been it a while, probably though, did, sure. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> I was also bouncing back and forth to another game. So, you know, give me some give me some credit. But, you know. Yeah, um, true. But, no, it was, it was, it was, uh, there was some challenging bits. But then, ultimately, I just end up running and gunning. Except with yeah, you know, that's what I did. Massive ass axe. Yeah, that, that's what, I mean. That's the character. Well, he's a Viking. They don't just sneak around. True. I like that it's there. That's what I said in the first time I talked about. It. Like it's just they're kind of taking this back, uh, you know, uh, backseat stance on being an assassin, which I think is great because sometimes you know I use the assassin techniques, and other times I don't. Yeah. But like for me, it's like I want to be that character. If he's an assassin, I'm going to go all in being an assassin. Uh-huh. But he's not like I got yeah. double axes and I run in there and I do the heavy attacks and I fuck shit up. Yeah. Well, that's what's unique about the character is that he was introduced to this stealth thing and now you can either try it out or not. And that's where I, that's where I compare it to Ghost of Shushima is like mm-hmm. you have the option. Like it doesn't. The main mission is not hey just sneak in there, and if you get alerted, that's the end of the mission. There's no mission like that in this. You have the option, but you're going to pay for your consequences. You know, if you go in there, then that's, and you don't take out a couple of people, you know, being an assassin, then you're going to get, you're going to get your PP smacked. Right. <laughs> that, that's the only way I can say it. And that's yep. what I think what's unique about this character is that he's adapting to this situation. I think it builds character development with this character because he's adapting to maybe if I do sneak in and not go full-on offensive and just like full-on just raging in there i might be able to get more out of it and they play along with that a lot with the story especially with taking out the order and stuff so yeah so i'm curious how much because there's a lot of mechanics and pieces to the i mean obviously like in the menu you have your abilities you have your skills you have uh the world map that you can look at you have um the different I mean, your gear, of course, that you can upgrade and stuff like that. The runes you can attach to your weapons. But, like, when you get into, like, the settlement area, there's a whole bunch of, like, areas you can unlock and open up to. Like, you can get your trading post, you can get your fishing, you can get your barracks with your, you know, Jarl's Viking or whatever the fuck his name is thing. And, like, all these different pieces you can unlock. How much of that do you get involved in, I guess? Because there's, like, for example, there's the one that I met the little kid who they said was like a grown person or whatever Yeah. that like sells like exotic, whatever sells special gear. And there's like multiple of them around. Like, do you go to that person a lot to like get stuff or like what, like what, what value does it give? Cause it was like, do I want to go search for this special like resource item to buy from this person or does it matter to me? Well, so they're contracts, aren't they? Yeah. They're yeah, contracts. You gotta do the contracts and then you get, but then, like, you can buy stuff from them with the money that you get from the contract. So you get the special gemstone you get or the, where the hell You get is. the special stones, yes. Yeah. I think it's opal. opal. Opal, yeah. So, like, I mean, do you guys do that or you just, like, blow it I off? Did. I, I did. A li- I did uh, five contracts total. Yeah. 
and that was almost enough to get like a, a headpiece or, or a weapon. Those actually, heads. I could get I can get a a piece of headgear, but I never actually I was I was like I'd rather get a weapon, and so I was trying to shoot for that, mm-hmm. and uh, actually haven't been back to purchase anything. Okay, but I mean, yeah, I mean it's just something there. That's stuff that you can get if you want to actually spend money and not go through all that. Yeah, but it's nice that that's there. Like it's an option. Yeah, and you see the big thing with that is like you know you have the option to purchase a whole full suit of armor or whatever you want in the uh, in the uh, microtransaction page of Assassin's Creed. I still haven't found that yet. It's in the menu, dude. Yeah, I don't look. It's at Ubisoft it Connect. Yeah, I don't look. Well, at no, that. it's not even Ubisoft Connect. You, you I don't look. Oh, really? Place, yeah, man. you hit options. You go over and you see it. Oh. You see everything oh, wow. you can purchase with. So you can purchase. Oh with, yeah, 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 yeah. You can purchase with real money, or you can go to this little man and <laughs> earn it. That's the thing. That's the big thing that they're doing. Is like <clears throat> they did the same thing with Origins. You can either go out and buy it, or you can do these multiple missions. That's the same thing almost over and over again, and yeah. actually earn it. And hopefully, it's in the store. And you can purchase it with in-game currency. Okay. No. So to me, I think. Ubisoft, that's the right way to do microtransactions. Yeah. That you can, like, grind your way to that type of gear. But you don't have to. You can actually just pay five bucks and just buy it. Let's call but, it a day. Yeah, yeah, and call it a day. But, uh, yeah, no, I haven't went to that little man at all. Okay. Because I just focus in. that. That's, like, side stuff. I kind of, like... After game stuff, I'm kind of like, okay, I'll do this just yeah. to waste my time until DLC comes out. Interesting. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> overall, I mean, it's it's been a very 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 fun game. It's nice to because I haven't played Assassin's Creed since they changed the whole combat system. You know, because they used to be just like basically hack and slash, like more Batman style. Yeah. And then exactly. now it's. I mean, it, it is kind of still hack and slashy, but there's definitely more. Uh, method to your madness where it's like you have your light attack, your your heavy attack, you have your parry, you have your dodge. Yeah. You have all these different extra additions to it where I have to think a little bit more about what I'm doing and then all the abilities that are added into it as well adds a lot more depth to the Which combat. kind of weird because I feel like a lot of games are going to that now where they oh, don't yeah. have the whole the Batman style, the, the old Spider-Man style where you get the sense and you right. dodge and do whatever. You have to actually watch their physical attacks and plan it out with little markers that pop up around yeah. them like yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh well, it's funny i i just yeah like because I, I was looking at like what why odyssey sucks so much and yeah you brought it up jason like it was that the well, acting right yeah. like it was all so campy like i watched some playthroughs and some cutscenes, and it's just like they didn't take it seriously and this one they actually took this seriously i felt like like the dialogue yes the actors like it just there's a story there, and I mean, it fits so well with the Vikings. I mean, you already take something so, uh, you know, uh, noticeable as the Viking and their history and lore and stuff and put that all in this game. And I mean, they did it right, you know, and yeah. it didn't need to be super Assassin's Creed. And I know, again, like I said before, there are people who really don't like it because it's not Assassin's Creed, like I, genuine Assassin's Creed. But fuck it. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> like, it. this is a game I want to play, and I really don't care. It's an Assassin's Creed. But then, honestly, if they took this and made it its own game, like it, there's a lot of aspects that fit within this Assassin's Creed world already, and just like mechanics and stuff. So, like, you might as well just keep it. Yeah, and I I feel like this is a good evolution of the game. I mean, it it needs to evolve. It needs to be something more because it it started getting repetitive 
after a while, especially after Ezio edition. Mm-hmm. I mean, once that was done and over with, you kind of like, well, what else can we do? Well, we can introduce like actual guns that the that the bad guys have, and that's why you know we have Assassin's Creed Three and the Civil War time. I I love that time frame. And that's why I enjoyed that game so much. And I enjoyed the story arc because of that, because Connor was trying to free everyone from from England, you know, trying to be the big hero. And then at the very end, it's, it's very depressing to see them bring in actual slaves. And Connor's like, why did I do all this? You know, it kind of hits you very home. You know, it just hits you. And that's what I feel with this one, with Valhalla. I feel the same thing at the very end of the story. It hits me. I feel that emotion. I feel that... I feel everything that happened with Avor, especially now since you can make actual decisions that affect the outcome. So, yeah, you need to be wary. Whatever you, yeah. whatever decision you make, will affect. You have three different endings in this game. Okay. By the way. Oh wow. Huh. Yeah. So, man, just well, heads up. I don't think I'm even close to being done with this game. Yeah, this is this is the type of game that is for someone that this is the only game you're gonna play like for a couple months this year i just i just went through it so much because i I was addicted you're into it i was i'm super (laughs) into it i mean i i literally i counted there's at least 130 main missions in this game main mission man yeah that's a lot and i i have at at the point i am now i counted yesterday (laughs) i have 89 missions left damn to finish the main story so i i did all the side missions i picked up all the uh the wealth and then i did I well, of course, I beat the game, and it took me 128 hours. Is that what I said? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so 128 hours to do all that. <coughs> and it took me too many hours. Kidding. Yeah, it took me it took me nine hours just to get through the opening scene, where it gave me the fucking <laughs> the first title. Act. Yeah, the See, first yeah, act. yeah. I was nervous that I wasn't gonna be able to go back there. I'm glad that there's an option yeah. to go to the atlas I, to I, go back. So I highly oh. recommend once you get to your first settlement, you get settled in, you do your like first couple missions, go back. Go back and do everything there. Just do it. That's yeah, all I gotta say. I kind of, I kind of want to okay. because I feel like there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, it was a smaller area, and there's yes. like a lot of stuff you can collect and like pick up and just kind of get you probably let power up too. Yeah, you know, power up your character and stuff like that. And there was really cool things to discover in that area. Oh that yeah, I feel like if you mainline your way out of there, which I I almost did. Yeah, you wouldn't discover otherwise. Yeah. So with this game, I most definitely use my horse a lot. Like I told y'all before with Ghost of Tsushima, I will walk everywhere, and, and that's how I did it. my first gameplay through, is that I walked everywhere and did all the missions that way, because I loved it. The world was beautiful, but this world is so much bigger that I I couldn't walk everywhere. It would take yeah. me years. <clears throat> this world, yeah. I, uh, I use this thing called fast travel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to use a fast travel. I'm sorry. I'm just, just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, but I, I've, I've uh, been doing that a lot more than I probably should. But I want to start riding my horse more. But there's so many rivers. Yeah, so that's like, annoying shit, part. okay, I got to get across oh, the which river you now. Can, uh, okay, another thing y'all can do is train your horse so it can swim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. rivers. Oh, you know that? Yeah, I, I don't think I've got it yet, though. Yeah, it doesn't tell you that. You'll, all so you have you to do, do that at the uh, you, when you unlock the settlement settlement upgrade yes. for the so you see, person. Yeah, you see, that's the problem with this game is I feel like the settlement was like back burner shit, and it doesn't tell you a lot of things you can do, like the feast boost. You can upgrade certain places more than once, 
I'm going to repeat that more than yeah, once. Yeah, I, I knew that, but <laughs> I didn't know which one you could do. <laughs> yeah, Wait. so use your use your bird to highlight everything, and it'll show you. Mm. But, yeah, you can... It's kind of annoying with the settlement, but you can... Settlement is where it's at to really help you out on your yeah. missions. Um, what, Did you get the direwolf? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh me or him? Yeah, uh, you. Oh, yeah. I don't so, it's free, Brett. You gotta get it. Yeah, I probably. And then also, you can have a lieutenant where you can decorate them with whatever armor and stuff. Did y'all know about that? Maybe. Uh, So you unlock the. Oh my God, we're. we're Well, no, I might. No, I have the barracks. Okay, you unlock the the barracks. And then. Yeah, and you go talk to the lady. You can actually assign a lieutenant, lieutenant, to. You can decorate them out in the same armor you're wearing. I think I've I've done. I've done that. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I, I, I uh, got one, and it's it's um, been updated and modified. Is it just okay. one character that you do? Yeah, sadly, it made it I seem like you, there was multiples. Yeah, or I whatever, thought you could do multiples because that'll be peas and break. Okay. Wait, no, no, no! I, I, we got to finish this up, and then I can go pee because I got pee too. Hey, I got to pee too. Yeah. Oh my god! We'll finish right. this real fast. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I was about long. to go. I'm into not gonna. Like, I'm not gonna talk about uh, how Last much of Us anymore. How much? Okay. The game. Well, I got a got a question for y'all. Okay. okay. We get back into this. Uh, three, two, <clears throat> one. Okay. So, I'm sorry. I'm going to finish a little bit of this, but the game does not mention a lot of things that you can do in the settlement and just in general. And I had to look up a bunch of things. So, okay. That's just that's just from what my disappointment with the game is that it doesn't mention a lot of things. And then plus, if you're playing as the guy. Sometimes the dialogue would act like you're a, 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 a woman. Well, it works for me because I am playing a woman, so it works out really Yeah, nicely. that's why I yeah. felt like I should have played as a woman, but yeah. it's not as bad as Odyssey, where I felt like it was just awkward and porno-ish. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Odyssey is fucking garbage. Thank that's you. crazy, man. Thank you. All nice. we heard... All we heard last year, the other year when yeah, it came out, I was just yeah, like, I, I, I can't, it's so oh, good. God, I kept, that made me so, so mad. So you were talking about Jason wanting to play Immortals Phoenix Rising. Now I feel like yes. you shouldn't. Why? Because that's the people that made Odyssey made Immortals Phoenix Rising. I'm going to throw up in my and, mouth. And the reason, <laughs> the reason that they made Immortals Phoenix Rising after Odyssey was because they felt like Assassin's Creed held them back from doing funny things Are you because of the world, which now that I hear me. y'all talk about it being campy. I mean, look at the fucking world in Valhalla. I mean, all the world it events. Legit. The world events are fucking crazy. They oh, yeah, push they push the fucking limit a little bit too far, almost like St. Rose style. I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna spoil this a little bit, but I walked up on one dude. He had a fucking axe in his head. Oh man, that's like the most talked about side. And I'm like, the whole entire game, it's crazy. Uh, what up, man? He's just like, oh, I fought in this battle, but my head hurts. <laughs> clearly, yeah, clearly. And I'll, there's and there's more that's way ridiculous than that one. Yeah, you know, I like I like the one where you uh you walk up on a dude that's like in this little like. Like run down little camp, and he's got a uh, got a throne, and he's sitting in the throne. King of the go, hill, yeah, the king of the hill. Yeah, you go up to the dude, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a king. If you do so and so, I am find the king me the of the thing. hill." 
Yeah, and then you go in the water and find out he killed all of his friends, probably, and you like get his little crown. You come up there. Oh, and you have we're a talking choice. about two different ones. Oh, we probably are. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about a little the guy that was like yeah, his old that man that the, like his that was a reference to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, was it? Yeah, oh, there's a reference shit. to Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. There's a lot of reference. Okay, in there, but the one I'm talking about, it's this guy's on a hill and he has a a, a throne. And he's sitting there and he's just like, "Hi, I'm the king of the hill. Fight me!" So you fight him, and then you're like, oh, "Okay." And you walk away. He's like, hi, I'm king of the hill. He's like, motherfucker. Walk back up there. I fight him again. I thought it was a glitch. So I fight him again. He's just like, okay, okay, you win. So I walk away. He's like, I am king of the... I was like, motherfucker. I'm going to kill him this time. I'm going to just <laughs> axe him right in the head. Walk up there, talk to him. He's just like, let's fight. And I was just like, I feel like something's wrong now. There must be a glitch. But you got to fight him like four or five different times. And then you're finally king of the hill. You kick oh him off the hill. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry. I you thought you were talking live. about it. And no, I wish I did, though. He annoyed the shit. Yeah, Anyways. <laughs> All right. Here's my question yeah. for y'all. Okay. Or maybe more towards Jason. I don't know. You'll tell me. Brett, you can answer as you will. But I feel like, I mean, this is the greatest Assassin's Creed game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I've been trying to, like, put it in with, like, all these games. Like, where does it stand? Like, I love the world. Obviously, the 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 narrative isn't the greatest or best, definitely not game of the year material, but I feel like there's good stuff there. There's great acting. Uh, obviously there's some acting that's just like, whatever, you know, they didn't take the main story. Acting seems to be pretty on par. Like I like all the camera movements, the again, like the world's great, but then you got the weather system. that's really awesome. Like fog just rolls in the day and night time cycle. It's just like, all this stuff is so good, but it's not game of the year. Sadly, I mean, what year would it fit in? Would it where it would be like a game of the year contender? It wouldn't. <laughs> All right, there it is. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like my my thing is, it's a it's an Assassin's Creed game, and it's an Ubisoft game, and those yeah. two things hurt it. Mm. I see. In a, in a sense, now now Jason's gonna say that it's his game of the year because we don't know what his game of the year is yet. So I'll let you talk, and I'm curious to hear your stance. No, I want you to finish real okay. quick. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I really, really like this game. And okay. I mean, Brett's got a point. I mean, I would agree with you. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I Those two really enjoy this like, game, but, like, there's never a part in this story. I think the story is great, but it's not amazing in any part of <laughs> this, this He's flexing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so far Stretch. I haven't found it to be, like, amazing, where it's, like, I mean, there's definitely a lot there's of some, like there's Ghost yeah. Break, Recon Breakpoint story points in here. I'm like, this is Ghost Recon Breakpoint through and through right now, and but then at the same time, it's like it's still fun, and it's like a gamer's ass game like Ghost of Tsushima, but Ghost of Tsushima had greater writing, <laughs> and then like yeah, like I there's a lot of like right. right as you get into it, like there's a lot of great there moments is. in here, yeah. and I'm really impressed with it. Like I'm really like thoroughly impressed with this game. Yeah. Is it in my top three? I don't even know. I don't even know what my top three is. I mean, I know what my game of the year I is. I would say it's in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, from my opinion, with Ubisoft and all that fucking horseshit, bullshit, with their their beautiful worlds, but <laughs> shitty narrative, yeah, yeah. I feel like they hit the mark with this one. They have yeah. a beautiful world, and they have an outstanding narrative. Yeah. I mean, okay. I finished the game, unlike you fucking turkeys. <laughs> I finished the game. The story was outstanding. It was hands down, like I said, I loved Assassin's Creed 3 yeah. storyline just because how heart-wrenching it was. Yeah. This one hit that mark for me again. Okay. Depending on the choices you make, and that and that's the big thing. I don't like making choices. I do not. 
but the choices I made turned out to be the good ending, and I, it, I felt every moment of it, especially dealing with, as you said, you went to Asgard. You, you'll make connections as you go through, but you have to really pay attention to the details, and that's where I think Ubisoft knocked it out apart. For Ubisoft, as like just their own bubble for Game of the Year, for their own bubble, this one would be it. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck sure. off with Breakpoint, everything else, and that's yeah, what I'm looking yeah. at as Ubisoft as a like their <clears throat> own separate thing. Even fuck yeah. Watch Dogs Legion because I can't. It, it, it's just a game. That's the only thing I say. But yeah. with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, hands down, amazing story and beautiful world. I think it could potentially begin the year. Maybe the next one if they bring that same same thing to it especially how they ended it yes i think if they come out with it next this well this year mid-year or something whatever then yeah. yes i i feel like it can be a good contender for game of year this year yeah all right real quick choices i'm glad you brought that up because this is a big thing and i was just like damn this game was good is when um it was king oswald and he fell off the cliff minor spoilers and then you realize that he's not dead, and this guy is there uh, who had captured him, who he tried to kill. And then you get to the point where it's like, this guy needs to die because you're going off of your, uh, uh, yeah, you know, your Viking roots, right? Yes. And you have to make that choice. Do you kill him? I mean, and that guy talking to you in like your subconscious or whatever, who's like. Odin. I don't know who the hell he is. I don't, Odin. Is, oh, yeah, Odin. But he sounds like you for some reason. Yeah. And um, he's like, I play what? Girls, like, I don't you don't that. bow to a king, right? Like, that's the whole point you left. You know, your your homeland was to not bow down to a king and for you to be your own king. No. Fuck off with that. You're not bowing down to a king. You're trying to That's get, what he said. That's what he said. But you're not doing that. You're you're not. Do you listen to this you're, king? Well, do you follow your roots, or do you listen to this guy who's saying we should let him live? Right. And for me, that I felt like he was trying to say, "What's the reason why you left your homeland? Like you're not bowing down to a king. You're trying to be your own king and make your own way in the world, right?" And for me, I was like, "Damn, I thought that was like a legitimate choice." Like, I felt like that was a real thinker, is what I'm trying to say. It is, it, and I did let him live. Uh-huh. Because I felt like I needed to make that choice for the gains at that time. Okay. But what I really wanted to do was kill him. I felt like the character's like, yeah, he has to die. The whole time, you know, you're going and you're and talking to these people and there's just cutscenes and choices you make. And you're always like, this Viking guy, like, he just insulted you. You have to challenge this man, mm-hmm. right? The whole time, here, here and there, all the time. I was like, damn. You really have to make that choice. You you think the uh, you think the game was pressuring you to move more towards one decision than the other for a different outcome, um, like for for the better ending. I didn't say it was. Pre- I mean, I guess you could put it that way. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was pressuring me. I felt like within who the character is was pressuring me to do that. I see. I felt like me choosing the right answer was not what that character would have done. Huh. But at the same time, I don't know what that character would have done. I mean, it's so like, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, I thought it was a great, yeah. great scene. 
I mean, that is true. And plus, like, it's your own character. So whatever you would choose, right. I think that's what it's leaning towards, no matter your yeah. beliefs or whatever. Because technically right, right. your father was a... He's not going to Valhalla, supposedly, because he gave up. He didn't fight right. with his axe. So, I mean, your character's all up in the arrow. Oh, that's he, true. What he truly believes or not. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's your own choice. And that's what makes this game super unique, is that... The choices, even though there's only three different outcomes, the choice that you make will affect what happens towards the end. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. I want to know your guys' outcome, to be honest. I'm, very, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm hope, super curious now. Let's hope we get there. Because yeah, Austin, I feel Seriously. like you're going more like, fuck it all. I'm going to kill everyone. I don't care. Well, I haven't been dealt with this kind of choice. Oh, dude. Like, I've been very Viking the whole way so through. So that you know? choice right there is very minute compared to the other choices. So prepare, really? prepare your wow. anus. Just wait. Okay. Just prepare wait. your anus. That's cool. Well, my penis is ready, so let's do it. All right. Yeah, mine is too. All right. All right. So, <laughs> got my bird got, like this. I got, to go. Yeah. So uh, we're going to cut this podcast short because I have to go to the bathroom. And we're going to wrap it up for the games we play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to play games with us each and every week, you should join us on our Discord channel. I'll check out the link Sweet. in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. Stay tuned. We are skipping news this week because there wasn't a lot, actually. And we're diving straight into our game of the year. So oh, yeah. we will be right back. Hey, can we cross straight? You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Welcome back. Each week we dive into a hot topic about video games. This week we're going to talk about our game of the year 2020. Here we are in the 2020s. Yes, we are in 2021, but we're going back in the past back to talk about time. 2020 because we had some time off. We got to play some video games. We beat some games. We played more of some games, and we have our awards. So the way we're going to do this podcast is we're going to break it down. We have a series of categories. If you are a follower of our Discord channel or if you follow our Instagram or if you follow any of our channels, we posted our game of the oh, game of the year awards online and gave you the last couple of days to vote. Or actually, as you listen to this podcast, <laughs> a couple of days prior to the weekend to vote, uh, we got some responses, some very good responses, some very interesting things that are a little bit different than ours, which is really awesome. So we're going to go through the category, describe what it is, and then we're going to go around the room. We have myself, we have Austin, we have Jason here, who are all going to have their own individual opinions on what is their choice for that category and then we'll talk about the community vote and then of course at the very very end we're going to cap it off with our game of the year for 2020 so very very excited to run through this this is basically a celebration of everything that happened in 2020 that was positive which you know there's a lot of shit but we had a lot of positive things in the gaming world so we're very excited to to run through all this so without further ado let's dive right in everybody ready for this y'all ready Ready to yeah. jump in? Sure. Yeah. All right. So, our first question of the, uh, uh, our first topic actually is going to be our game for best game direction, which is for best creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So, I'm going to start with you, Austin. What is your oh, pick? It is a uh, Hades. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
All right. Hades. <clears throat> hey, there's a lot of choices here. Okay. <laughs> there is. Yeah. I was like, I was trying, I was going to limit it, but then I was like, well, I want to make sure there's enough no, for yeah, everybody to should. kind of like get exposed to. There was still an other category, but fortunately we never got any others. So everybody just kind of yeah. picked what was already there. So that was, that was right. a good one. So game yep. direction is Hades. Austin, do you have any like brief, like wise? Um, yeah, I'll just make it brief. I, I just feel like the way that the whole game kind of just comes together and like everything is built around that narrative and how the mechanics work and all this stuff. Just like, it's just so perfect. I was, I was blown away by it. Yeah. Sweet. Jason, what's your game? Oh, it's Ghost of Shushima. Why? It's a terrible choice. I'm just kidding. I'm going <laughs> to fucking punch you with this. No, I mean, uh, it was a very unique aspect of the whole game. I mean, this is, I mean, we we have this gameplay style done over and over again, but to me, I feel like the aspect of being either ghost or samurai was very, like, in between, and you can pick what whichever side you want and whatever you lean more towards. And I felt like that that direction of that whole thing was just phenomenal. I I don't know. I I really enjoyed ghost of shishima it's just it was very unique and it was just um a new fresh of air to me whenever yeah. i started playing it and i wasn't going to get this game until you guys started talking mad shit about like <laughs> oh ghost of shishima's coming out ghost of shishima coming out and i bought it like last Man. minute and i enjoyed everything about it and i thought what they brought to the table was very unique and and now it's adapting to other games now yeah the you know sneaking in and only taking out one person and without alerting the whole camp, I felt like, the, I don't know. I just felt like it was a good fresh breath of air whenever yeah. I was playing it. So yeah. How about you honky? Yeah. So my, my uh, game is also ghost of Tsushima and for similar reasons, like the thing that I really loved about ghost of Tsushima is that <coughs> they, they took familiar uh, mechanics, yeah. gameplay mechanics that we've seen in billions of games, like climbing up towers to get to your shrines um, you know, the combat situation, combat, uh, throughout the game was very similar. The upgrade trees, all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff that we've seen done before, but then they were able to creatively add in new gameplay innovations, such as the guiding wind. And then the fact that really there was no, I mean, you didn't really need to pull up your map if you didn't want to. No, there was stuff in the world that guided you to where you needed to go, whether it be smoke up in the air or a fox that led you to a pathway. It was all your den. environment. All the environment stuff, yeah. And I, and that was important because I feel like because they went such a stylistic direction with this mm -hmm. game, like it allowed you to keep yourself out of the menu and focus in on the world around you and, and just soak that in. And there was, you know, there was definitely a lot of, there were some moments where I was like not as into some of the side quests that I played through. Like I was like, okay, this is the same kind of like some of the mechanics were very similar. It's like there was a lot of falling tracks, you know, through a field or whatever, or it was a lot of just going to an area and fighting a bunch of bad guys. But even though there was some of that repetitiveness, it always felt different and new because the story was carrying me forward in so many awesome in exciting ways and just there was always new visuals and new environments to explore and be a part of that I was I was fine with any of the any of those few shortcomings that did exist in the game mm -hmm. and um, for that I definitely think it was just and it and honestly it was one of the best games as far as like bug free issue free 
games. I mean, probably the most polished game I've ever played. Yeah. In a, in ever. I don't honestly. think I had a big major like glitch yeah. or any bug. Yeah. Oh. So it was great. Wow, you told me quick, and you just went on this big rant. Jeez. <laughs> oh yeah, I was uh, sorry. It was just kind of he was you know, excited about it, so. but uh, that's just that's just the way it is sometimes. You know, that's just that's okay. Well, I'm gonna go back to Hades real quick. I feel like I need okay, to. Okay, there we go. All right, so do some more topic. here. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just like Hades is built around that like uh, that one core concept of like how the game is supposed to be played, uh, Castlevania type thing, and then Rogue-like. like they just roguelike and they just built this story around it and just i've never i mean yeah that's how games are made i feel like they're like I, we want to make it fps and we'll just make something around it but it was done so well that i was just absolutely blown away go listen to that podcast because i dive into it a lot more yeah and um i won't I mean, bore you with all the details i mean that game is really impressive in that they were able to basically make a loop so right addictive and yes. in, a, in a way that's like, it's always different. I mean, because it's procedurally generated like realm, but you're literally doing the exact same thing over and over and over again until you finish it. Right. But it's it never changes. It's like you're trying to escape and it's always, you're trying to escape, but then you're getting a little bit more powerful, a little bit more features and stuff like that. Right. And it's that's A little more story bits. A little bit more story bits, yeah. Yeah, it's like, man, because we play games like that all the time or before and it's never like that. It's just like keep going, keep going. You get a little more powerful here and there and... Hopefully you get through this part. Yeah. It's like, so it's a whole other beast in itself and I love it. Awesome. So our uh, community vote, uh, we had some responses come through here. Community voted best game direction for the last of us part two and runner up was uh Hades. So got a close second there yeah, with the Hades. Hades, but definitely last of us part two was in there, which I'll talk more about the last of us part two later on <laughs> as uh, I did beat the game. And uh, played through it extensively over the break. And you're very uh, proud of that. Very. I, I mean, I I was I thought it's I his last do it, achievement. <laughs> it's my last achievement of the year. Yeah. It's just like it's, yeah. Did I tell you I beat the game? I'm just, I'm just oh, sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I did not know. Did you beat the game? Yeah. You beat a game. All right. Next category we have is best art direction, best presentation through environments, artistic style, attention to detail, and more. Back to you, Austin. And mine is Hades. Back to you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. No, I picked Hades because just, I mean, it's so stylized. It's very, like, you know, hand-drawn stuff, and there's not a lot of animation, like, with cutscenes and stuff, but just the attention to detail for, like, every little thing, like, it's there. Like, it's fully voice-acted, right? Yeah. And that alone, I was like, I haven't seen something like this in a game like this. And that that also blew me away. Yeah, super giant man. They know how to do their do their anything. I yeah, like love that company now. Did you ever play Bastion? I didn't. I know. Dude, I know everyone keeps telling me I should play that. Freaking good. What is it called? Yeah, Bastion. That was oh, was that voice game. acted? I thought she yeah, was that Sebastian. It had a really cool narrator that had a really deep, groggly voice. Oh, uh, like, wait, I did we, play we Bastion. This area, we do the blah, blah. yeah, yeah. I did play a little bit of Bastion. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good game. No, it is. It is a lot of fun. Like, yeah. Okay. Just the attention to detail in that game is ridiculous. Hmm. Sweet. Um, Jason. Oh, it's going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake. I really... I think that was the main... I played the demo to this game, and I wasn't going to purchase it at all. This was during my quarantine time when COVID was really big, and I picked it up just because the artwork in it was just... 
it hit me, you know, and just watching it play through as I'm playing the uh, the uh, demo of it, I really enjoyed it. The the uh, the characters in it, they were very unique, uh, and the environment around me was just very enjoyable. I, I I felt like I was actually you know there. It was a part of a whole new world, and I really really yep. enjoyed it. So nice. Yeah. That is one game this year that I regret not having picked up and started playing. Like you need I, to. I need to go it's, into it and, and play it. I wish it was part of that PlayStation Plus collection. For uh, I'm surprised it's not. Yeah, the five, the, the PlayStation Five or whatever. Yeah. But, um, my bet pick for best art direction is, of course, Ghost of Tsushima. I had to put that on here. <laughs> um, See, that was my that was kind of my original, but yeah. I was kind of like, ah, I, I don't know. It was hard. I mean, well, actually, no, this one wasn't hard. This was a very easy one for me because, like, I mean, they did such. An incredible oh. job with the flowing wind through the the grass, like all the different like just leaves and things that were all throughout the and area. And then when Jin's walking by and he's just like touching the grass, the tall grass. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. Yes. If you walk through the grass long enough, like the tall grass, he'll slowly put out his hand and just touch it all, just man, like very yeah. gracefully. And then wow. if you if he holds steady and idle for too long, a bird would fall into his hand you can hold the bird yeah you can throw it back up and then if you have the guiding wind you can throw up the leaf and it'll follow it's nice it's very beautiful yeah yeah, yeah i mean it's, dang. it's an it's an impressive the attention to detail in this game is is unlike anything and like you know the sucker punch doesn't have a huge i mean they've known for infamous which i mean to me was i mean definitely i feel like it missed out on some attention because people forget that it, I mean, it was a launch game for PlayStation 4, so it came out so long ago that people oh, forget yeah. about it. Second Son. But it was so good. Yeah, Second Son was, like, amazing. And I hadn't played any of the games prior to that. It's, like, the early Infamous games or anything like that. But that was incredible. And then we get to Ghost of Tsushima, which is totally out of left field and totally oh, yeah. different for them to work on. And they got such a great stylistic. And, like, the graphics weren't like the best thing I've ever seen in my life, but they didn't have to be because again, it was just so well designed in every aspect of it. And like the from when you were like the more ghost like uh, things that you did, like you started having more thunder and lightning that came up into the area, and it was just like the screen everything would get darker. And the fact that they decided like, hey, let's just add a Kurosawa mode and like make it where you can go <laughs> black and white and stuff like that, yeah. just because yeah. it's cool. And um, which I didn't ever turn on, but yeah, that mode appreciate annoyed that. It, no. it annoyed me really. I, I did not enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I mean, for you know, there's some people that like just were they're all about it. But like for me, it was like the color was so rich that I wanted I wanted the color. So that's yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking now. But cool. no, um, no, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, no, that I I totally agree with you on that one. So uh, community vote, uh, best art direction. We had. Coming in at number one is Hades, agreeing with Austin there. And then number two is Ori and the Will of the Wisp, which I think is really awesome. This is a game, again, that I never gave enough time for, and I wanted to. I mean, Ori is a beautiful game. Mm. It's just hard as shit. Like, the first game was really hard, and this game I hear is harder. So I never tried it, but yeah. Anybody else try Ori? No, I have not tried it. I wanted to, but... I have no fucking clue. Yeah, man. (laughs) I I tried to play the first one. You know, I got so far. PC. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's my yeah. yeah. Hey, Austin, you can get it on a Game Pass. Oh, okay. Probably won't play it there. <laughs> okay. <We'll> try. <laughs> it needs to be on the Switch. All right. All right. I tried. It's okay. It's fine. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. So next, Here we next go. category we have best feature or innovation. This is 
This is a new one that I actually stole this from um, IGN. They had this on their category, and I thought it was really cool. But it's best new feature pushing the gaming forward or redefining the way we look at a gameplay element. And this one in particular, I want to read off the nominees because they're very specific. And it's not just like, hey, this game was great, but it's like a feature or innovation inside the game that I want to talk about. So Ghost of Tsushima is number one with Guiding Wind. So the Guiding Wind that guides you through the environment. The Last of Us Part Two, the animation design, because they really pushed the bar in just like realistic animation in this game. Okay. Microsoft Flight Simulator with recreating literally the world. Um, Dreams with the user-friendly and accessible game design tools. So they made it to where you can literally design a game with a controller, which... It's crazy. Uh, Fuser with its music mixing technology and then Watch Dogs Legion where you can play any NPC. So with that said, Austin, best yes. feature or innovation of 2020? Ghost of Win. And I picked this because not only was it just like, okay, here's a feature for you to like track stuff down, but like they put story into it and that literally blew me away because... I, I forget like the exact thing that happens. See what you did there. It literally blew you away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no the, pun intended. The guiding wind was his father, and the right. animals that would attract you to where you need to go was his mother. Right. Yeah, and when they cool. said that, I was like, "Yeah, you did it. You actually <laughs> did it. You made it a story thing. It's not just like hit Z to look around you. Odin sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. true true that's no, it is like if you can add make that like part of the story you got to because games like that's just one of those features that games just like don't really it's like a it's a necessary thing after arkham or after the batman arkham series oh and that was like the big one that for the first one the i forgot Ar- what it's called arkham asylum arkham asylum yeah yeah, was like, oh, we need detective mode in everything now. <laughs> it's just, here's detective mode. Here's a little thing that pops up and tells you how to do it, and that's it. It's over. Yeah. That's fine. But they're just like, yeah, story. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one. Anyway. I appreciate it. Uh, so, Jason, what is your pick um, for best feature? To me is, uh, and I thought, I, I hated it so much because I thought they were being way too ambitious about it. But I changed mine from Ghost to Watchdog. Oh, oh man. So Get I, out of this pile. <laughs> so my main reason behind this is just recently I was playing uh, last night, matter of fact. Yeah. I uh, Playing as any, any NPC, you know, to me is very interesting. But I didn't know how far they'll go into it. Until I stole someone's car, drove off, and I went back to that guy. And he's like, same guy. Same guy. He's just like, yeah, he dislikes Desek because he someone he stole, stole car. and the same person, the character I was playing as, stole that car, and they told me oh, that. Oh, that's cool. So any wow. interaction that you have with an NPC, they remember that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I am very wary of what I am doing around in my environment because that affects DeadSec as a whole. So don't drive erratically through the streets. Because yeah, don't mow down, people. <laughs> you can't you can't GTA it through this. And I thought at wow. first, whenever I you know I heard about you can play as any, any NPC bullshit from fucking Ubisoft. It I didn't realize the actions that I would do in the game would affect those NPCs, but they do. You kill their cousin. Guess what? I don't like DeadSec anymore. So I'm very hesitant about 
pulling out the gun huh. and just going mow yeah. on people. Man. Wow. So that's that's my yeah. take for that. I will, I will say, I mean, I give them a lot of credit for the fact that this is something that easily could have failed, like very easily could have failed. Oh, and yeah. They, it's not great, but it's they pulled it off. Yeah, like it's, it's not it's not a disaster. There's a lot of potential for a lot more to this yeah. too. And and this is just a good stepping stone to this. And I I am actually enjoying it. Some of some of the NPCs have the have the same abilities and they kind of look kind of the same, you know, but some of them are very unique and you don't want to hurt their feelings. So you can collect them later. <laughs> now I'm curious. Do you think, having played it now and Watch Dogs, and Austin, that's a question for you too. Do you think that because this is a feature that now that it's here, you either go away with it or you do it better next time? Do you think they'll bring this back? Will this be a staple of Watch Dogs going forward, or do you think they'll go back to where they were before, or do you think they should? Thoughts, Austin? You want to go first because I have a lot uh, of thoughts on this one. Uh, I mean, unless they make it like a a thing, like I just don't see it going forward. It's a great feature, but I don't know. I mean, if that's the thing they go on, I guess just I got to see how that fits in with the story. Yeah, because it makes sense here for sure. But I don't see how it makes sense in the other ones. Like you can't just take this and put it in the old games, you know? No. I feel like, um, yes, they should they should keep this and keep it going. But I feel like there should be more customization. Customization customizing your character and maybe just have a class just like with uh, uh ghost recon you have a certain class that you want to follow i feel like if they followed that it'll be a little bit better okay so like have have a assassin type person where yeah. they have a silencer on everything or have more of a high-tech person that you can go with where you can actually have that choice and that option to build your team instead of going out and hunting them down yeah so nice i like that'd it. be cool I like yeah it. that that <clears throat> i mean that'd be cool so my best feature this was a really hard choice because I, I mean i think this was a really good one a really good topic because this year there was so many incredible features that were added in video games that i feel like a lot of people forget about I me mean, i literally every game in this list deserves to take this award home for the reasons that they have listed here but it, I definitely wanted to give recognition to Flight Simulator because of the fact that they um, they pulled off rebuilding the entire Earth in a video game that isn't 5,000 gigabytes in size. It's, it's like 150 gigs to download using technology that uses servers to stream the data to your computer as you're flying through the air. And it's just, it's remarkable that they were able to make this work to where you don't recognize it and make it look so good. I mean, like if you have a computer that can run 4K HDR, like it's, it's incredible. I gotta say something after you're done with this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's incredible what they were able to pull off with this. And, and then what's been really cool after the fact is that they've started to add updates to it where, because what they did is they took satellite imagery and they built models that like algorithmically like would create 3d objects on top of flat objects throughout the world. And then they went in like handcrafted, like major cities, but they didn't do everything. So as time has gone on, they've released new updates that was like, okay, we've spent more time on United States. And now we have like 20 new areas that you previously had visited that were 
procedurally generated by our systems. Now we've handcrafted them, and now you have a new destination to go to that looks like Chicago, for example. When the game launched, Chicago was not handcrafted. Now that you play the game for a free update, Chicago is like completely 100% like they built every building so and did all the shit inside there. Whenever you land there, like on the runway and stuff like that, is it's pretty like clear or is it blurry? Like when you zoom in with Google <clears throat> image or is no, it's it like, clear. Yeah, it's clear. It's, like the it, buildings it feels are like all, you're actually there. there. There's just certain like airports, like for example, DFW airport was yes. not modeled and the game launched. So okay. they, it was procedurally generated, but the buildings still look good it's just not a one-to-one exact replica of what's actually there but now it's a one-to-one exact replica of what's actually there so like the exact design of the towers of the exact design of all the things it's all there now Uh, but it just wasn't set up that way before okay but most but every single airport that's a licensed airport in the world is you can land there and you can you can take off from there and you can do all that stuff so you can pick anywhere in the world and be like i want to leave japan right now in real time and fly to Russia, you know, you can do that and do real time air traffic where it has like actual like planes and shit flying around. And then you can like, like real, like planes, like in real time. Oh, in real time. Yeah. And then also multiplayer is in there. So people that are playing the game are also there in there too. So you can see all of them or you can turn that off if you want to, but they have all that stuff synced up and it's crazy. That is, yeah, that was going to be my second pick to be honest. Really? But nice. I haven't played it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really give that full, like, what yeah. you just gave out. What, 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 what are you going to ask, Austin? What, what was that game? Damn it. I can't. Why can't I think of this game? I couldn't even find it. The one that came out um, where you're like a cop in the big city and you can just run around and destroy a bunch of shit. It was like a, a super flop for Microsoft. Crackdown. Crackdown. Thank you. <laughs> like, That's the one look, that hey, man. Cruz was uh, promoting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like shout out to this to Microsoft for making uh, Flight Simulator work so well. Like that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Why can't they do that with Crackdown and the whole like cloud technology where you can do all this crazy shit? Well, so here's the amazing part. It's, I, I've told you, I've mentioned this to you before, but I, I just want to reiterate to everybody because it's this is also fascinating. Microsoft published this game, but the developer is Asobo Studios, whose last game was A Plague Tale's Innocence. What? Yes. So that My that is their road. so that was their last game, which I mean wow. we reviewed on the podcast and we like really enjoyed. Yeah. It. This is their develop. This is that studio, and that's what's kind of fascinating to me is that they they've been working on this game forever and were probably like doing a Plague's Tale while Microsoft was funding them to build Flight Simulator. So that was like kind of like a bonus ad that they had in there in that process. Wow. But wow. This is the thing that they've been working on for however long they've been working on it. I wish I liked this game more. I would want to play it, but I don't. Dude, it's so much fun. It's like, it's like <laughs> especially during pandemic quarantine, it's like, holy oh, shit. Oh, I can finally travel. Look, what a, some <laughs> of my first games, yeah, right? <laughs> now, some of my first games were the flight simulators because I go to friends' houses and they have a PC, be like, hey, you want to play this game? And it'd be the sim, the sim yeah. Sims, like, you know, getting a jet or getting a plane. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And obviously I'd crash every time because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I was a kid. And then yeah, after that, I was like, I don't want to play this game. I want to play like oh, yeah. Mario Kart or something. Yeah, something that's anyway. entertaining and fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck up, you guys. It's not for everybody, okay? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Okay. All right. Community vote is uh, number one goes to Watch Dogs. Not Watch Dogs, sorry. Ghost of Tsushima. What the wins. fuck? <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima gets the vote. 
for number one. Yeah. Brett's truck. <laughs> Brett's nope, truck. Nope. And then uh, number two and three, uh, Ty is Microsoft Flight Simulator recreating the world, and then also Dreams, user-friendly and accessible game design tools. Mm. So nice. That, those are tied for uh, number two. Um, very exciting. All right, moving on. Best score in music. We are going to have to speed this shit up. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, well, that's that's the way it is, you know? It's game of the year. It's just the way that's it is. just the way it is. Things ain't ever going to change. change. All, right. <laughs> All right, so my best score in music. Best score in music. Well, I got to read the category. Okay, so oh, sorry. best score in music is best soundtrack throughout a game that enhances the overall experience. Okay, go, awesome. All right. Uh, mine is Doom Eternal because I feel like they should get this every time they come out with the game because it's just got this, you know, crazy metal, awesome rock song to everything. And it just fits so well and it gets you pumped, gets your uh, adrenaline going, your blood going. And, and you just want to, yeah, fuck shit up. There you go. It's sadly I didn't review this game very well, but the music still is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. If you're if you're going to look at me for that, everything he said, fucking heavy metal, fucking yeah. rock it out. That's what you want to hear when you're yeah. fucking mowing down goddamn Martian zombie things. It, yeah. Phenomenal. Don't understand the story at all. But Did you play yeah, Doom? A- I, I played Doom. Yeah, okay. But not yeah. this new one. Not not the newest okay. one, but the 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 reboot style. I'm curious yeah. how you like this new one. I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love it, great. but I didn't. And that's why I stopped playing it. Okay. But the music, <laughs> the music got me pumped and wanted me to keep playing it. You know, exactly. just like, boom, 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 boom. you know, yeah, no, I totally agree with Austin on that one. Good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I like it. Love um, you. Uh, so <laughs> wait, no, it's your turn. No, I just said doom eternal. Oh wait, yours is doom eternal. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. All right. Awesome. Uh, mine is actually going to go to the last of us part two. Yes. I am giving an award to the last of Us two. <laughs> and there's a very, there's, so here, here's the thing that about the last part two that I really appreciated acoustic guitar. Like they took like normally you play games that have like orchestral music and all this crazy stuff going on. And here they like toned down the music to what it needed to be, which is just like the freaking acoustic without any anything going on. The the way that they played this through like the really tense moments of this game yeah. was just like just it made it's I was scared from the music more in moments than I was from the, the actual stuff happening. Okay. And it was, and then just the way that they tied it into the story and that like the, um, the guitar was a lot of a storytelling device for Ellie and her her change throughout the course of the game and how her relationship with Joel and all that stuff was like all tied into like part of their relationship was built around him teaching her how to play acoustic guitar. So it was good uh, character development for yes. that character. Yeah. Going through. Yeah. It was very good character development. And they made that part of a, uh, part of the story yeah. and part of the score throughout in moments of tension, moments of like emotional distress and all these different things that I thought was really cool. And just overall, just like beyond the acoustic songs that they had, they had just really good music throughout that was just very, very intense, but very simple. Like the sounds were simple. There was nothing that was like overly, overly designed or produced. Okay. It was just very, very chill and laid back. And I, I appreciate that for it. So, yeah. Um, very cool. So, so we've done Austin. We've done you. We've done me. Okay. Now. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> Beauty. See? He's drunk, guys. He's drunk. No, I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Just for so, the game awards. So, Riding uh, the wave, man. Ain't no law against claw. That's right. <laughs> so 
So number one goes to Final Fantasy VII Remake from the community. They voted that, which I think is all right. Good. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's oh yeah. I don't yeah. know. I felt like the uh, the music was very repetitive in that one. Really, that's why I didn't pick that one. It was it was good, but I felt like it was yeah. repetitive. Uh, runner up was Hades. So one and two. That's mm-hmm. that's nice. uh, what best score music went to. Um, all right, moving on to the next category: best sound design, best use of audio engineering. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just reading. Okay, cool. <laughs> be- like- <laughs> best best use of audio engineering and sound effects to enhance gameplay. So this is about how they use sound as a storytelling device, as they use sound to create emotion, tension, and things within the universe that's not music related. So that's right. That is uh, what it is. So uh, back to you, Austin. What do you got? All right. Well, obviously, any video game deserves best sound design because you can't have video game without sound design. That's how you make the world come alive. But it's even harder if you're going to do it in VR. So I gave it to Half-Life Alex because, Ooh, wow. I mean, you have to be able to design sound in a way where, well, first, it's all around you. You feel immersed and makes that world come to life. Like, it's just got to be perfect. That's how I feel about it. It's fantastic. I yeah. like it. Jason. Fuck my ass, dude. I don't know. This is, <laughs> that's pretty... So, uh, you know what sound is, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh, man. Why, why did I even... He lied you up for that. Yeah, I know. No, I think uh, Ghost of Shushima takes this right off the bat. It's just, you know, whenever you go into a camp, and depending on what you're doing how they play the sounds out, especially with the, the lightning and thundering when well, like, well, you can't hear lightning. God damn it. You <laughs> fucked me up. When you lightning. hear the thunder and you can, uh, you can feel those emotions going through with the sounds. I, I think that one takes it really. Yeah. Fuck you, uh, Brett. It's a good one. I mean, it's, it, what, what do it you is. pick? Go fuck yourself. What so, do you pick? So <laughs> fuck you. My, mine is going to be, uh, mine is also half-life Alex. Austin stole mine. Oh, um, totally fine. But Did no, I, you, I, think I, you stole mine. Yeah, I think that's no, what I, I I wrote mine first. So you hear sound. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how <laughs> Fuck you guys. All right, all right. So <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Oh this man, you aren't even drinking right now. I know, it's already it's falling apart. It's already. Yeah, we well, have been, but like not yeah, a right. lot recently. So Half Life Alex is my pick because again, like basically what Austin said, it's a, the whole about what's around you is, is so important in VR and Half-Life Alex really nailed it. And not only that, but just like the Half-Life series as a franchise yeah. has such an iconic set of sounds that you don't hear anywhere else. Like when you oh, shoot yeah. your pistol, when you hear the, uh, the head crabs jumping after you, when you um, hear the, uh, I think it's a, the combine, like there's a, like all these, when they like, die, when they die, yeah, all these like recharge sounds that come into play. There's like so many little like nuanced sounds that it's very just, unique like, uniquely sounds. Half-Life. Yeah. That oh. brings you back to. Oh yeah. Nostalgia. One and two is, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then uh, like, like, yeah, I mean, it's very much, there's a lot of noise in that environment that like, yeah, I mean, noise plays a huge part of the, the tension of these things. It's like, you may hear a sound yeah. and like know that there's like a head crap around you or there's like a zombie or whatever, but you don't see them for a while. But that sound is what creates the, the, the intensity of that moment. Especially they, in VR. I can imagine that's oh, it's scary as shit. a little bit, especially since you know that sound, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So community pick for best sound design is, uh, goes to the last of us part two. They voted, 
uh, 41% went to Last of Us Part 2, and runner-up is Ghost of Tsushima. Actually, there's just three that were voted here. So Last of Us Part 2 is number one, Ghost of Tsushima is number two, and Doom Eternal is number three for best sound design. <coughs> nice. All right, best narrative. Moving on to that category here, we have best story, character design, and overall narrative developments. Austin, what say you? Well, I give the best one to Ghost of Tsushima because... The way that it starts the story, it gets you right in there, gets you going, gets you in all the action and leads you through that path of Jin Sakai becoming the ghost and having to go against his ways. And then at the very end, can I spoil it? Like, I'm not going to spoil everything. Just like should yeah. I spoil what happens. Okay. Well, you eventually no. have to fight your uncle and it is fucking heartbreaking. Wait, depending on what game? you decide. <laughs> <laughs> and so like that whole story is just so complete and so compelling and it's just it's just freaking amazing oh man what what do you got oh no it's <laughs> yeah like, how do we go like, off like like i told you guys before it, it to me with all these categories that y'all had um it, it was between assassin's creed and uh ghost of shushima but ghost takes it because yes. i i felt I felt the character. I felt what he was going through. I felt everything that was happening and just following his story and even the side missions, I, it determined that character, you know, the path that he was choosing. He had to he had to go down a path that he didn't want to go down, but he wanted to save lives. And I know we mentioned this before whenever y'all asked me to come on to review Ghost of Tsushima is that the biggest choice that he had to make is that what is honorable to um, to Jin, and that is saving lives, not what he is actually doing in order to do it, but he did what he had to do in order to save lives, and I felt like that was the right path that he went down, and the narrative to this was outstanding. I would love to see a movie of this or a TV show, even a fucking uh, TV show would be phenomenal. A nice old style samurai show like oh, this, man. boy, it just hits you hard. And like, I got super emotional throughout the whole series. Oh, well, series! I keep thinking it's like a TV series. I I got super emotional throughout all the gameplay, all the decisions. But yes, Ghost of Shushima takes it hands down. And I thank you guys for like constantly mentioning it on the yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, you're welcome. This is Hell a good yeah. game. Yeah. No, I am. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Best narrative for me is definitely Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. I mean, I've I played a lot of. I mean, I've played through the most most of these games, and um, having seen all of them through, like this is the one that I felt stayed the most consistent from yeah. start to finish in the the quality of the narrative. And it wasn't it wasn't like oh man, this is like the best freaking story I've ever seen in my life. It it was just that there was nothing for me that was bad or broken about it yeah. ever like i mean from like the story that the, the how they opened up with Jin and like the falling of you know shushima and you meeting yuna for the first time and how like she kind of like kind of leads you down that path yeah and they introduce you to that first character and then as they started introducing these other side characters that become very big pieces of the story and they all teach you something that kind of ultimately leads you down this they help you through that path of yeah. struggle that you're going through 
um, and then chasing down your uncle and all that stuff. Like all these, like for me, the supporting characters are what really like, I mean, I, I think the supporting characters are almost better than Jin Jin. as a main character, but you know, Jin obviously needs to be there as the, the, the glue that holds them all together. And, um, he, uh, he and the characters around him just like, when we get to the end of it, it's just like, you're all there with these people that you've played 70, 80 hours with, you know, working with them, going through their stories, learning their struggles, all that stuff. And then to the the final ending, it's like, yeah, like Austin said, you and your uncle, it's like, damn. Like, yeah, at the, that, at the that, end that. of it, it's like, ultimately, there was all this shit that was happening. There was the Mongols. There was all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like a very personal story about you. Yes. It's the family that you have. It, it it takes away everything at the end. It 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 boils down to what you feel like is right because everything is done you know yeah you is between you and your uncle and that's it and i didn't want to spoil that but it's sorry. just sorry sorry you, Austin. yeah Austin, Austin. you fucked up yeah Austin. just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's a very unique story that no matter what the decision you decisions you make throughout the game at the very end it's between you two and it's just it's just that journey you know it's it's amazing character development it's just i loved it every yeah. minute of it so yep and all then right. all right so our community voted Whoop. and we have a very kind of close one here but number one goes to final fantasy 7 remake um which is uh pretty pretty crazy and then we have uh Are you sure it's not marvel's avengers <laughs> it should be it should be it i should know be. i really wish i don't was. know I can't tell. I guess. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Colors oh, like you were like that was a legitimate. Yeah, question. no, you're right. Yeah, that the was color. <laughs> it, it was most definitely Final Fantasy. If you hover so, over okay. the pie chart, it'll tell you. Oh yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then uh, number two tied is Hades, and the last was Part Two. I'm sorry. Isn't Final Fantasy VII just told over and over again? How how is that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, I mean it's it's that, a story I'm getting, that's I'm getting picky now. Around, but yeah, I'm talking to your guys as guests. You know. It's not yeah. a very unique storyline because hey, it's not about your multiple, opinion. multiple. It's times. their opinion. Right. Yes, it is their opinion. <laughs> I love it. I love you guys' opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you're wrong, right? <laughs> but you're wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, all right. <laughs> Next category we have is best performance. So this is the best vocal and or motion capture performance by an actor or actress. And oh, this gosh. one, I am going to read off the names because... You know the games, but you may not know the names that are tied to the characters. So uh, the first one is Laura Bailey, who played Abby in The Last of Us Part Two. Then we have Ashley Johnson, who played Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two. We have Najee Jeter, which I probably butchered that, but he plays Miles Morales in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Sandra Saad, who played Kamala Khan in Marvel's Avengers. Daisuke Shushi, Jin Sakai, and <laughs> I probably butchered that too. I'm sorry, yep. sir. But uh, he played Jin Sakai. And then Logan Cunningham as Hades in the game Hades. All right. Best performance. Austin, what you got? Uh, I think originally, who did I pick? I think I picked I picked Jin Sakai during the Game Awards because okay. I felt like that was just a natural. I mean, I just love that game so much. But the more I thought about it and the way that, you know, everything I said about Hades leading up to this category, I felt like. Logan Cunningham really took the cake because it, like it's not a facial thing, right? Like you can't see this guy's face and you can't animate the face. Like they have to put so much into how they say things that 
I mean, that becomes its own character. Like not only this, the way it's the character already like the tones, but like just expressing so much. And that's a hard thing to do, you know, like even for uh, animation stuff, because like in, in this in Hades, like there's no animation, like it's just a single portrait of this character that someone created. Which and that's are beautiful, by the way. They yes, are they're all very beautiful. And so, yeah, like, you know, obviously, like, you know, Mark Hamill and the Joker, it's so iconic. Oh, my God. But, you know, in the animation, you can actually see the way he's kind of portraying those things as, because of the creators are making the animation go along with the voice. But, uh, yeah, this is a whole different story. And I thought it was freaking amazing. Nice. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, Jason, yep. what do you got? Uh, it's, it's probably going to be Sandra Sod. Right? Oh, all right. That right? Yeah. Yeah, probably, I, I yeah. feel like, uh, especially with this new character in the Avengers, I felt like her... Her performance was very on point with this character. I I know a little bit about this character, Miss Marvel, and I thought she did an outstanding job. And especially, it was very unique because she was a fan girl, and just just how she played the character. I I felt for this character. I thought I would not enjoy this character at all being introduced into this big Avengers video game. Now, question: As you're continuing down this, is this the first time that Kamala Khan's been voiced? Oh, I cannot answer that because okay. we have Marvel Ultimate Alliance and all the other jazz. But I would say no. Okay, you would say no. I feel like yes. No. I feel okay. like yes. I in, in a video game, yes. I feel like uh, it's it's. A oh, I thought you, in guess. general. In general, no. But yeah. in video games, yes. I feel like yes. I, mean, but, I say the. I, I say for me, like it's this is the first time we've had a voice for her that's beyond like. Because I don't, I don't really consider like Ultimate Alliance as like a there's as, not like as a deep like story a, a deep there story as much thing. as like what okay, Avengers did. Okay, then I'll change my yes. This is the big time that she's yeah. ever been like no shit yeah. the focus character yeah. of the story, and I felt like she brought yeah. that character to life in her performance, and I feel like she is just. I would like to see more of this now. After hearing her portray this character, I would like to see more of it. Yeah, so I'd agree with cool. you. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like it. I, I like know it. you guys weren't hands down on Miss Marvel showing I up love in Miss Marvel. Yeah, I but in the great. beginning, oh no, that was just oh awesome. no, I was all that was, was awesome. all awesome. yeah. awesome. yeah. that was old. Hey, awesome. I was all about that shit. <laughs> I was all hey, about as soon as I, I like, played yes. that character. As soon as I played that character, I was on board with her. I was yeah. like, yeah. this is fucking and, awesome. And Go like, back and listen to our reviews. Yeah, and yeah, like I Jason. told you guys, it's fuck off. Like I told you guys, it's. It's a very unique situation that we're dealing with, and especially in the comic books with this character, is that it's not defined on her religion or whatever's going on. It's just she's she's a teenager with this great ability, and I feel like it's this um, generation's Spider-Man. Yeah. And I feel like she brought that a lot in this character. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of that because, like, I mean, the fangirl part is the thing that spoke to me. It's like when I yeah. first saw her and, like, how excited she was, I thought it was going to be lame. I thought it was going to be kind of, like, overdone. But even throughout, towards the end of it, I was like, no, she fit into that, like, role really, really well. Yeah. And, like, made me appreciate who Kamala Khan was, who prior to this game, I never knew anything about Kamala Khan other than I knew that she was Miss Marvel. That was it. Yeah. But, um, and I didn't know who Miss Marvel was. So it's like, well, it's they're coming cool. out with a TV show. Yes, 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 on Disney Plus. So yeah, yeah, heads up. Yeah. Excited that for that. Um, so to carry through the uh, theme of Marvel, 
Uh, my pick is going to be Najee Jeter, who played Miles Morales in Spider-Man Miles Morales. I was I was really excited to see a continuation of this character as who is a side character. And again, just like Kamala Khan, Miles yeah. Morales is a very new character to the Marvel Universe. And after having seen the, uh, well, well, I mean, I feel like to like mainstream. Yes, mainstream, stuff, yes. Yeah. But like after having seen the uh, in the animated uh, movie uh, with uh, Miles Morales, like that was just so cool. And then now like seeing it in a video game and the way that they they took that same, I mean, we were in the same world and we had this character that we already knew before and how they carried through that story of both the relationship with the dad who is already Spoiler alert from the first game. <laughs> the dad dies in the first game. But you should know that because if you haven't played Marvel's Spider-Man, like that was my game of the year of the year that it came out. Like <coughs> incredible freaking game. Absolutely yeah. incredible. And this one was also incredible had it not been for all these other amazing games that came out this year. But it was this this guy, he just did such a good job at playing. Like I related to him so much. I mean, like as far as just like he's he's kind of nerdy. He's into like technology stuff. He's into music. Like he's, yeah. he's got all these things. That's and I'm the like, whole point of Spider Man. I can see that. Yeah. You had to, that's the whole point of Peter Parker in the yeah. beginning is that all, all the younger kids, the teenagers, and going up through high, growing up through high school and stuff like that, they relate to this character. Yeah. And that's why now we have a new generation. Now Miles Morales is that new generation. Everyone can relate to him, you know, being yeah. that nerd or, Whatever you want to call it, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, getting into music. I, yeah. I don't know what you, yeah, hip hop, you know, hip hop. We're calling you know, it <laughs> If you're I into like hip hop, you that, love Miles Morales. I like that how they tied that into his father and then also his uncle, mm-hmm. who you know they all like had that bond together and stuff yeah. like that. And I was, I like hip hop. I'm like you know, you know, into hip hop music as well. So it's cool to see kind of a little bit of that that uh, background throughout <laughs> yeah, you, that. You busting rhymes, straight up, man. What was your? What was I'm your, popping them bars, bro. I thought, I thought you had a hip hop name. Didn't we say that at one podcast? Uh, I, I used to yeah, call myself something. Uh, yeah. B, B Unit back in the day. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, <laughs> let me let me talk about B this Najee Jetter. Like, I really wanted to give Spider Man something in one of these categories. I just couldn't find a place to put it in. It's hard, and I thought maybe I could give it to you know Spider Man here, but I felt like the way that uh, Brett felt about uh, Jin Sakai is the way I kind of felt about. Miles Morales. He was just kind of one toned for the most part, but I mean, it's not to say that his his performance wasn't good. Like it was great, and he really brings Miles Morales to to life and makes him feel like that you know younger kid who is kind of innocent and stuff and wants to do good in the world, and that that's all perfect for the story. But yeah, I just didn't, I just couldn't give it to him here as much as I really wanted to. Yeah, you see, I kind of agree with Brett on this. Jen felt very bland to me right at at some points and at some points and it only time you felt like really i felt emotion or anything like that whenever there was a decision to be made and then i don't know that's yeah. that's what i kind of felt with jen yeah yeah on that yep it's uh it's crazy i mean like one of the things too about miles morales is like his struggle between him and his friend who he also found out was the crazy woman, um, you know, like and that that whole his like, cousin, what was, <laughs> the yeah. tinker, yeah, the tinker, yeah, the whole thing, yeah. Sorry, all right, the Fuck crazy it. woman, <laughs> reveal everything. Let's. Just, I'm just, trying no, not to, but no, y'all just, like found out the name. I didn't you know? say shit. <laughs> yeah, y'all all fucked it up, you know. Anyway, um, okay, I'm not gonna say any more than that. 
All right. Are you looking at me, Jason? I don't know. I don't know who oh. I need to look at anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I need to look at Austin. I don't know if I need to look at you. You Wait, guys just revealed. <laughs> God damn it. We you knew what, what he was saying. I just. You guys just revealed. You learn pretty early. What? Yeah. Like a third of the no, way. No, you don't. Fuck. A fourth of the way through the game. That's a big plot hole. Not plot hole. That's a big Well, let's thing. not like make it more obvious. Okay, okay we're making on. it more obvious now because <laughs> yeah, it's on. my fault now. <laughs> best, <laughs> best, best performance from the community goes to... God damn it. <laughs> Ashley Johnson, Ellie, The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, 41% voted for Ashley Johnson. And then number two is Logan Cunningham with Hades. So there we go. Nice. Um, I play Hades. I don't agree with Ashley Johnson, but that's okay. Is uh, that the, the um, allowed their opinion? Who does she play as? Ellie, the main oh. character. She does a good. She's really good. Yeah, I, I, she was. <laughs> I after the end of The Last of Us, I hated Ellie. Yeah, it's the writing. It, it it's destroyed the writing. Oh, yeah. Welcome well, to I mean, the, yeah, I mean, like uh, Ashley Johnson did a good uh, job, but like they they the writing yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely like killed the character for well, me. And but I. Uh, you know, against popular belief, like yeah. I actually thought Abby was a better character. Well, welcome to the DC movie yeah, that universe. Was, yeah. <laughs> terrible fucking ride. Wonder Woman 94. Oh, 84, not 94. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it's called. Um, yeah. All right. So next category we have here after best performance is best VR AR. Oh, yeah. And this goes to <laughs> the best use of virtual reality or augmented reality as a medium for game design. Austin, what do you got? I only played one. It was Half-Life Alex, and I gave it to Half-Life Alex. That's pathetic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was great. Oh, Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, that's me. On to Jason. <laughs> oh, boy. So I actually did play Marvel's Iron Man, and oh, it, nice. it was fucking awful. So <laughs> I'm going to give it <laughs> to The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners because okay, it, it was very unique. Uh, I wish I did not play on the PSVR. I wish I had an Oculus Quest or something like that to play. Let me tell you how awesome it is. On I can the imagine. Because so, you are constantly fucking running from zombies. Like, yeah. no shit. So playing it with the PSVR, you have that cord in the back of your head and you only turn around so far and then it's like, oh, we don't we don't see the camera. And I'm like, and it's scary as shit, you know? Oh, but yeah. I I actually highly enjoyed this game. And whenever I get a Oculus Quest, you know, I'm most that's the first game I'm purchasing, but fuck off with Iron Man VR. <laughs> Good enough for have everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> Good enough. Well, hey man, shout out to you because I didn't I thought you were gonna be like, I can't pick any here. No, 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 no. I played I played <laughs> wow. Walking Dead and Saints and Look Sinners. at you. He's the reason yeah. I got the Walking Dead Saints and yeah. Sinners. You're a well rounded gamer. There you go. Look at that. I am well rounded. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my my pick is uh, also Half Life Alex. Uh, for similar reason. Now, granted, The Walking Dead is a close second. Like it was, it was a very good game. But I can't. Dude. The walking. I mean, the 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 quality, the polish of Half Life Alex was. Oh yeah. Above and beyond. Like just the way that they built the worlds and the way that they <coughs> captured Half Life, the way that this felt like a true successor to Half Life, in a way that I never thought they'd ever do. Was I really amazing. Want to play it so badly. Yeah, it's it's like incredible. Because it like a lot of the features that they had in. Half-Life Alex, I was like, damn, I've never seen a game do this. Yeah. We're in the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Like things that they did about like just how you like pulling out your backpack yes. and like exploring stuff and like going through all that stuff and like the different weapons in different places and like having your flashlight yeah. you know, available and all of those features was like you're interacting with yourself a lot 
and like the world around you is very and so much I felt like that and, uh, with Walking Dead, Satan Sinners. Yeah. I felt like it would have been better on an Oculus Quest because yeah. you know the PSVR is outstanding. Don't get me wrong, but it's nothing compared to having that free range of motion where you can move anywhere and do anything. I feel like it held me back so much, especially a zombie running after you, trying to look behind you, and you're kind of yeah. like, uh, uh, uh. so you have to kind of really like plan it out, and you're kind of like, I can, it, it I can imagine someone trying to trying to run out of the room and getting pulled down by the yeah, by the cord. Ah! <laughs> PlayStation Four is coming with me. Yeah. So. If, if I remember correctly, PSVR doesn't give you like room scale. Like they don't show your boundaries either. They don't. Yeah. See, they, that's well, crazy to me. They do and they don't. They'll let you know when you're out of bounds. But it's nothing compared to like what you showed me with the quest. Yeah, it's yeah. like it'll, it's like it'll it pop shows up a camera in front yeah. of you and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm I'm I almost bought one, dude. You should, dude. Should. Don't tempt me. I'm I should like, too. Oh my god, you guys are tempting me right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just have to make sure it, it, you attach your all your Facebook but hey, to it. Yeah, hey, you, you really can't get one until you get like a PC or something. So that's true. It's a fair point. See you. You guys need to fuck off. Well, it's true because you can't <laughs> I just play got a PS5. Well, because fuck you off. can't play Half Life Alex without the PC. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can't play Oculus yeah. Quest on Half Life Alex without the. You have to use Oculus Link to your PC to play the uh, Half Life Alex. It's not like <laughs> so. What's standalone. the fucking point of getting it? I thought I was. There's standalone. a shit. There's a shit ton of games on it beyond that. But I can't get Half Life Alex specifically is a Steam VR game. Why don't y'all fucking mention that in your podcast? I did. I'm fucking done. I'm done. I did. I'm done. Nope. 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 (laughs) Fuck off. I'm done. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. He's done. He's done. So the community voted, and they voted because they all have PCs, obviously. Uh, Half Life (laughs) Alex. Hey, awesome. Uh, How how heavy is this? Can I like? It's pretty fucking. You can. Yeah, you can kill someone with that. Can you cut the feed bash, real quick? And I can bash your brains in. Oh, well, technically, Brett has control of that, so. Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, so they made Half-Life Alex by a large margin, which is very awesome. Yes. And then Star- Damn it. Star Wars Squadrons comes in second, which I am anxious to play Star Wars Squadron. Actually, I'm not really anxious because I feel like we can get motion sickness, but I yes, kind of want to play you it will. in you Star will. Wars Squadron. Did you play it, Austin? In I've played VR? a similar game where you can get into a, a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's really, really fun. But then, like, you want to look up and to the right, and obviously, I was with my Vive, and it has that damn giant cord. Yeah. yeah, it's horrible. Then you can tw- tw- twist around in the chair because I'm playing in my gaming chair. And so, it's just like I'm all over the place. Yeah. It was fun, but nauseating. All right, we should move through this because we have so many left. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Best community support. This is the category that goes to the best communication and support of the community in an ongoing game. Austin, what say you? Uh, I got Fall Guys because for like a whole month, they couldn't stop talking. To, like every one of the news outlets <laughs> couldn't stop talking about how great like their community support was and seeing all the Twitter posts and people responding and then Fall Guys community manager responding. It was just like, it was awesome. It was amazing. It was a happy like, Yes. Maybe because last year was so shitty, like seeing that was just so amazing. Yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with Austin. If that's that that is most definitely my pick because they really? they communicated really well yeah. on their social media and everything. I mean, it it, it was outstanding. I thought I thought it was really <clears throat> really good. I was in the same boat actually. I voted Fall Guys for the similar yeah. reasons. But I mean, for Fall Guys for me, it was definitely due to the fact that they. I mean, their Twitter was really good, but just the the community that like the developers themselves were very outspoken about responding to issues that people have with the game. Yeah. And then people were like, 
I don't like playing team games because I hate the fact that I have like a bunch of assholes on my team that make me lose the battle royale. So they made an option. The next update a month later, like, Hey, now we have it where you can choose not to play team games. You can just play gauntlets, which is just you versus everybody else. And I thought that was really cool that they responded so well. And they've already, they're already at season three. Yeah. Um, so they've been bringing out new seasons pretty consistently with new skins and all that stuff. So it's uh, Doom. You can play a yeah, Doom you can character. Play Doom characters. Pretty pretty it, it's pretty cool. I mean, Doom guy, I, as they call him, appropriately. Yeah. So. I'm not. I'm not very into it. I played it a couple times, but I mean, they're doing well with no. their, the communication back and forth. Yeah. Everyone. I'm about to so. jump back into. It. I just redownloaded it yesterday, so I'm gonna jump back into it pretty soon and yeah. get get some games going. Jump over some. Fucking obstacles. Hell yeah. Fall yeah. Guys. All about yeah. it. Uh, the community also voted on Fall Guys nice. as number one, which is awesome that they agree with us. And then there's a three-way tie for second with No Man's Sky, Warzone, and Fortnite. So No Man's Sky is pretty, yeah. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm judging your guys' community thing for some yeah. reason. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, <it's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have next up best multiplayer for the best online multiplayer experience, either co-op or competitive. <laughs> I specifically put co-op in here because there was a lot of co-op games that came out this year. So I want to make sure that that was emphasized. Mm. Um, so, Austin, what you got? Uh, mine was Among Us because Damn, I really? was surprised that this is like a, a two-year-old game that somehow got brought back from being nothing, turned into this giant Twitch sensation. And although it's like super simple, it allows people to communicate in a way where we definitely needed it last year. Like we needed a game like this where we can come together and fight each other for some <laughs> menial reason. And I mean, it's a kind of, it's a quick game or technically it could be as long as it needs to be, but we we streamed it a few times and it was a lot of fun and man I loved it like it was great. Yeah, Pressing I, uh, I yeah I actually uh, totally agree on that. Is that Among Us? It, it, it was like <clears throat> what fucking nothing. Yeah, like in the beginning it was it was absolutely absolutely nothing, and they were actually planning on working on a sequel to this game. Yeah, that's what like really blew my mind in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I haven't really dove into it that much from what I but from what I can tell everyone's enjoying it. Everyone's Yeah, you played it, it yeah, for I, a second. Yeah, for like a second cuz I was playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. At the time. I know. I know. <laughs> but uh and I like the fact that you can play on uh mobile and on uh on PC, PC. Yeah. all at once, you know. I found that very interesting. I think know. you can play on the Switch as well. Can you? I don't Yeah. I think you can. Oh, I can't remember now. I can't remember now. Anyway, God, but I yeah, think it's possible. I I still need to like really dive into it and like uh, right, like figure out everything. Because whenever I jumped on it with you guys, I was just kind of like, oh boy, I don't I don't know yeah. what's going on. So I started running away. Yeah, of course I wasn't and, the imposter, but I was just like, right. I, I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and so someone made an Unreal mod for PC, and it's like super 4k hd Are in the ship serious? yeah no it looks amazing dude it looks oh amazing my god i saw like uh, a couple of videos online that they were doing a vr of among oh, us oh that's can probably you, part of it uh, maybe so but can you imagine that like oh my gosh oh jesus well because so the 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 mod actually obviously it's in full 3d and it's dark in the corridors like there's some lights and stuff yeah and so I can only imagine being down there and like 
the animation for the enemy or the imposter. Yeah. It'd be That'd crazy. Be fucking crazy. But yeah. yeah, my vote would be most definitely Among Us because I feel yeah. like it, it just, they were working on a sequel and then all of a sudden it blew up and they're like, okay, fuck it. We're just going to add a little more to it. And it's, yeah. and like you said, it's simple gameplay. And it, it reminds me of uh, Push the Button on Jackbox. Ah. Yeah. And I feel like it, it's an amazing thing. I wish they would bring it to more of the console, like on PS5, because I would probably most definitely play it if it was on PlayStation. Right. Because I don't like playing on the mobile phone. But yeah. uh, I feel like if they expand more on the reach, I would most definitely enjoy it. But that that is my vote. For, I feel like it's it's a good one. Nice. Love yeah. you there, Brett. So uh, I was gonna say Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a really it's a really cool game. <laughs> oh, what? and I it's feel cool. like it's I feel cool. like I mean, yeah, there's nothing like dropping with your boys down it's in the Warzone best game ever. and stuff. But <laughs> I, after hearing y'all talk about it, I think oh. I'm gonna change my answer to Animal Crossing <laughs> 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 to uh, Among Us. Actually, because I, I feel like I was trying to find a place to fit them in just because I want to give them a vote because, I mean, they deserve it. There's three people that developed this game oh, that everyone didn't gets a get the appreciation. Award. No, no, no. Whatever. Like, No, it's not just participation. It's a very good game that came out in 2018 that I feel like got looked over completely. And here we I'm are sorry. now. We're at 2020, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this game launched in 2018. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but yes, yeah, it launched in 2018. Yeah, now we're in 2020, yeah. and now it just now got became a smash hit. So I made sure that when we put up our <laughs> poll, I made sure to mention specifically, I was like, games <laughs> oh. that I, I put in here, it was like, uh, please do some, we, we excluded blah, 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 blah. <laughs> The game awards are games that had either, reckon, they, they came out this year, or they achieve commercial success this year okay I see. that's basically I like what the it. idea like was it. so among us definitely i think it's because like you guys said it brought everybody together in yeah, a time did. where we couldn't and the thing i also like about this game that i kind of i forget about is that we can play with up to 10 people which is very few games out there that allow us to bring that 10 many of our people. friends together in one place and yeah. have a good time with and it. And butcher every single and people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you question yeah. everything about everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, right. and, and be God, so accessible. You guys are fucking brutal. Yeah. 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 And and being so accessible, too, is the other thing. It's, like, amazing how accessible it is. Uh, but, yeah, it's You just guys like, would... If I actually played this game, you guys would probably fucking hate me well you can't you can't say you guys because i'm the one that always dies okay so <laughs> it would be yeah, you're you never guys. The imposter. It, yeah i'm never the imposter i'm the one that always gets sliced up first yeah by like people that i don't expect <laughs> like freaking sam will like cut my face yeah I'm every like, freaking what time the hell? And then, like, the I, there was one time i i died by by josh's wife like she played with us and she killed. Oh me. yeah! Like, what the she heck? She's so innocent. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, We're like, what okay, what is it's happening not you. here? Yeah. And then like people are just like knocking me, freaking knocking me. Yeah, out that time I jumped bullshit. down, Sam was like, hey, I use the restroom, so I had to pause. Assassin's so Creed Valhalla, and I was just playing with you guys. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, All right. man. All right, T- tell us about this. So community, community is hard because. It's a four-way three, four-way tie yeah, right now tie. between <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone, Valorant, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, which I was shocked about that one, oh, yeah. um, just because of like we posted our Discord largely, and like I didn't think a lot of them play that, but they kind of yeah. did. 
Um, and then Among <coughs> Us. So that's that's where we are. So there's no like clear winner here. But Animal Crossing actually games. has like a big multiplayer like. Uh, yeah. Oh, I played the shit out of that for like two months and it was all amazing. that. Sam was on last night in a queue to connect with people just really? to catch shooting fucking stars. I don't understand that game at all. <laughs> but I is huge is a it's a good community and i that was my actual my no. first choice but i feel like among us deserves it i don't think it deserves best multiplayer because the multiplayer is shit in that game the <laughs> only reason the only reason it's it's cool for multiplayer is because you can't connect with your friends yes but the way in which you connect is just the, the stupidest thing in the world you don't kill each other no and no lie to each no, other you have to like go to like this little guy and talk to him to fly to a person and they both have to be online at the same time and you have to like meet, you have to both connect at the same time. You have to like basically get on the phone and be like, hey, let's let's play Animal Crossing. I'm not gonna like use the app to talk to you. I'm gonna like have to call you up on the phone because I don't know how the fuck to get over to your freaking island. Tell us how you really feel, man. <laughs> Crazy. Jesus. All right. We have to for this. Okay. Anyway, best indie game. Yeah, is- please. This is the uh, game that is awarded. It's the best independent title from a development team not published by a AAA company. That is my words, not somebody else's words. So I wanted to emphasize that. And we have a lot of games in this category, but we have one clear winner for each of us. Austin, what is yours? Yep, mine is. And if you haven't guessed, if you can't guess what I'm going to pick here, well, you haven't been paying attention. It's going to be Hades. And I'm not going to go into what I think because you know what I think. All right. It's amazing. Love it. Jason. Hi. (laughs) thank you thank you no i'm gonna go with fall guys because they just came out of nowhere and it's a very fun game for everyone to jump into and just you don't there's no skill to it there's absolutely no skill to it so anyone can be a winner (laughs) that's true actually because i haven't been a winner i just have yet to get a crown so Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that game. Um, no, I actually enjoy Fall Guys quite a bit. But mine's also <coughs> going to go to Hades because, like, uh, many reasons Austin has said. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it was a shock. Well, like, I have how yet to was. play it. So you should definitely play it. Go that's home what, and download it right now. You have, a, you have a Switch, right? Yeah. You I have a switch switch. In the, yeah. You should get on the Switch because it's so much fun on the Switch. It's just a, it's a blast. Okay. Hades. Simple controls too, but it's, it's really, really good. And as soon as I'm done with Watch Hogs. Supergiant deserves like all the praise for doing oh, yeah. something that's so simple yet so complex. Okay. And in so many ways. So that's that. Okay. Uh, and by far, the community voted. This is one that I feel like is unanimous. Hades, Hades. also got it. And I guess I community. need to fucking play it. Shit. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be oh, like yeah. your Ghost of Tsushima moment here. Okay. Oh, my God. It will be. <laughs> it will. thought about replaying Ghost. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. So this is where we get to the interesting ones. We have two more categories <coughs> left before we get to, or actually three more categories left before we get to the final, final, final one. We have biggest surprise, which is the best surprise news announcement, event, or game from the year. And I'm going to read these off because they are specific. Biggest surprise, Microsoft buys Bethesda, AOC, also known as uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and other celebrities stream Among Us. Phasmophobia becomes a surprise hit on Twitch. Epic Games takes on Apple, goes to Tsushima, releases free expansion randomly called legends COVID-19 doesn't kill the gaming industry or fall guys becomes a smash hit. So awesome. What is your biggest surprise of the year? Yeah, I was like, I had to look at these and think back. What did I think? Cause so much shit happened last year, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so my original was going to be uh phasmophobia becomes a surprise hit on Twitch. And I was like, that was awesome, but not the, not the greatest. And then I was like, Epic takes on Apple. Like that was huge. 
But I was like, that's just normal day-to-day shit for big corporations. And then I was like, well, maybe COVID-19 doesn't kill the gaming industry. But I was like, I kind of feel like it wasn't going to happen because, I mean, enough games are coming out. that was like, obviously, it's not going to happen. But the one thing that really took the cake was Microsoft buying Bethesda. Like, holy shit. I remember when I heard about that. Yeah, my mind exploded. That was crazy. And we cover that in depth for a few podcasts. Show do. Yeah. Jason? Uh, I think it's uh, Ghost of Tsushima, even though I'm very biased on it. Or, yeah. You know, <laughs> Are love, you? I, I, Are love, you? I, I love Ghost of Tsushima, but them randomly dropping that multiplayer, I was... I, I, I don't care about the rest of it. COVID-19 and <laughs> all that bullshit. Uh, it doesn't exist. No, I'm joking. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, them dropping that multiplayer, it was very unexpected in my eyes. Like, I wasn't expecting anything like that. I thought the game was done and over with, and them dropping that, and it's very well done. It does get repetitive, and then we did the raid, and I felt like I I don't know <clears throat> Ghost of Tsushima that much. Whenever <laughs> I, like, I play the raid, I was just like, you know? <laughs> it fucking, it, it's fucking hard. But, uh, yeah. yes, I, I feel yeah. like that the biggest surprise to me. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. Mine was mm-hmm. Microsoft buying Bethesda. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, like Austin said, that was a huge... I mean, there was a lot of just like crazy <laughs> news that came out this year, but Microsoft buying the Bethesda is one that I feel like is going to have the biggest impact yeah. on gaming in the future. I mean, COVID obviously is a huge piece of everything, but like we've already seen early on, earlier than I expected, the effects of Microsoft buying Bethesda. You can play Skyrim on Game Pass right now. You can play Doom Eternal on Game Pass. That's huge. Like I can play Doom Eternal for for five or ten bucks a month, like as part of like a shit ton of other games that are there. Yeah. And then they just and there's we didn't talk about the news, but there's a rumor that Ubisoft's UPlay subscription is coming to Game Pass as well next year no for shit. this year. So they already God. have EA Play in, integrated into. And now it. they're gonna have they have oh they're gonna have U, Ubisoft. They already have Bethesda now. They're basically buying. Microsoft is buying up the entire they're gaming industry. They're fucking Disney now. They're fucking yeah. Disney. <laughs> yes, hey, they're literally hey, fucking Disney. Damn. Like, was, screw you, Disney. Are they, <laughs> going are they after taking you. on? Sounds like they're taking on Steam, if you ask me. But oh, that's dude. a whole other oh, yeah, topic yeah. for different um, discussion. Oh yeah. But like, it's. I mean, it's huge, and like they've already. I mean, we know that basically every future Bethesda game that comes out is going to be day one on Game Pass, which is awesome to think about because like I, I don't ever have to spend sixty dollars to get Fallout seventy six ever again. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. How are you planning on spending any money yeah, on Fallout seventy six? Uh, I did, <laughs> and then I, all I got was that freaking helmet back there. I mean, that's, that's, that's right. It. That's, Actually, no, I didn't. Get, wait, no, we that spent over a hundred dollars. What did you get? From it? Actually, I think we spent yeah. like two hundred dollars on that. What we spent the fuck's a lot. wrong with you guys? Yeah, I have no it's idea. a limited. It's a special edition. It sounded amazing. Oh, special edition. I need it. Hey, we have a fetus over there that was from a special edition. It's awesome. <laughs> for for <laughs> <this> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna say? Yeah. All right. Um, Fucking. What, what do I call him? Basic bitch Bob. You have right. him yeah. over here. <laughs> hey. Okay, Mister White Claw. <laughs> yeah, I'm empty. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Um, all right, so biggest surprise uh, for the community is a two-way tie between Phasmophobia becoming a surprise hit on Twitch and COVID-19 not killing the gaming industry. So hey. it's pretty good. Yeah, Phasmophobia is pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. It's good. Yeah. Scary as shit, but it's good. How would you know you, haven't, you don't have a piece? Fuck of off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we made it to the last three. I didn't think we ever get here. All right, biggest disappointment, everybody. This biggest disappointment oh, boy. goes. I know we're, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> 
Um, biggest disappointment is the category that is reserved for most disappointing news announcement, <laughs> event, or game from the year. Austin, what say you? Um, all these are actually really good. And oh, wait, actually, I think they're all. Oh, wait, sorry. Before you say it, let me read them. Yeah. Because yeah, again, these are like things that people don't know yet. Uh, so biggest disappointment in this list is Cyberpunk 2077 gets delayed, releases poorly. PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X have botched pre-order launches. Halo Infinite gets delayed. Lots of delays. Nintendo's war on fans, which we didn't really talk about on the podcast. Yeah, what the I, yeah I don't remember that really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I will. I will. I can talk about it here in a second. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two leaks. Hate goes towards devs and actors, and then Ubisoft harassment and abuse issues within the company. Um, apparently with uh the uh earlier on this, ooh, I totally spelled everything wrong just now. <laughs> Oh my! Do you want me to just go into me, and then you can talk about it when you talk? Yeah, just go ahead. Go. Yeah, go for okay. It. So I, I mean, all these were bad. Like biggest disappointments for sure. But I felt like the only thing we had looking forward to at the end of the year was freaking Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And even though it got delayed, which was also bad because a lot of people got upset because they took that time out of or days off of work in order to play it. Uh, was bad, but then yeah, it got this really bad release. It was a lot of bugs, a lot of issues. You couldn't play it on last gen consoles. It was a mess. And not only could you, I mean, even if you could play it on current gen consoles, well, first you had to have one, and that was an issue. So it's just like, holy shit! Like the one thing that was just going to bring this year up at the end was, was a total not? disaster. I was gonna, I mean, I was gonna be happy. I mean, dear God, this game, this game was, uh, the trailer was released back in what, 2014? 12. 12. Yeah, no, fuck off of that. Yeah, I but mean, that was just, I, that was just a cinematic trailer. Yeah, but I mean, it still, wasn't, it didn't even oh, do much. Still, it, it, the, that cinematic trailer was outstanding. It got people hyped and then they changed yeah. oh, fucking yeah. everything. Yes, I do agree with you what you're saying. I believe that's the biggest disappointment. And I feel like they have enough time for that game to be in the oven to cook and bake and do whatever you I want, totally make it agree. happy. I totally agree. I agree with you. It it is the most disappointing thing this year. And especially how bad it's doing. Terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. I remember yeah. watching this trailer whenever they dropped the trailer too. Arkham Asylum, and I was super pumped for both games, and I haven't heard anything from Cyberpunk. Yeah, and then, like years later, years later, years later, like, oh, we're finally dropping. Guess what? Keanu Reeves is in it. I was like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? I know. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that was kind of yeah. It was kind of like off the wall crazy. But yes, I do agree with you. This is especially how long it's been, and then it's still having issues. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, that that is most definitely the most disappointing thing ever. Yeah, twenty twenty took everything from us. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you yeah. go. Yeah. So, uh, real yeah. quick, the Nintendo situation was uh, earlier this year. There was people that were trying to host uh, Super Smash Melee is like a really popular you know game. Even though Ultimate is out, Super Smash Brothers Melee is still really popular amongst the tournament scene okay. just because of how balanced it is and how like. It just it just works really well for a lot of people. So they always host tournaments with it. But because of COVID, um, they were trying to find a way to still run tournaments without having to be in person. So there's a place called the Big House that hosted a competition remotely. But they had because Melee can only be played legally in person on local hardware. um, They created a program called Slippy to host the tournament. 
which would run a ripped copy of Melee. Nintendo quickly gave them a cease and desist order to shut it down and defending their IP. And then also they canceled an official Splatoon 2 tournament after players in that community voiced support for the big house. So basically they're just like, our IP is the thing that is all we care about. So let's, you know, shut people down. So they kind of started war on fans and people were upset about it. And Not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. It's not, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo um, would do that shit in a heartbeat. Yeah, they straight will. up. I mean, they have straight a different up. mentality than us Americans, but even I mean, we're just used to that as yeah. in being here in America in general. So, what about you, there, honky? What do you got? Uh, so mine's gonna go to the. Uh, uh, so this is a tough one, but I actually kind of, I kind of want to, I want to, I want to give it to the the Last of Us Part Two leaks and stuff like that because I feel like. After having beat the game and played through everything, which I guess I know I said it like seven thousand times, I'm sorry. But after <laughs> hey, having hey guys, gone through Brett, it and powering through it, the last I, of us part two. Oh, I am boy. kind of surprised and in, in how much bad reaction this game got and how like the voice actors got death threats, the creators got death threats, like all That's these people got hit so hard by this game before they knew what the game was actually about. Because the leaks that came out didn't have context with the wider version of the game. And they only showed a small segment of the game and the parts that people didn't want to see, which, spoiler, Joel dies super early in this game. I didn't know that. Why I know. I'm tell telling me? you right now. So very, very early, Joel dies. And it pissed people off. And the way that he died and the character they showed, the new character that they introduced, killed him and all this stuff happened. And then a slew of other things that went down. They were like just sending like hate at people before they ever gave it a chance. So by the time the game came out, there was already a preconceived idea about why you shouldn't play this game or why this game is going to be trash. And I think that could have affected the game in some way, which I having played it and gone through it really liked the game, but don't think it's game of the year, but it's definitely better than people gave it credit for. So people actually sent death threat. Oh yeah. Death threats. Yeah. Particularly to Laura, Laura Bailey who played Abby. Yeah. And they were like sending her real bad Uh, messages to her. That's weird. just an actress. Yeah, you people do realize this is an imaginary world that we're living in, right? Yeah. Do not do this. This is bad. This is bad. That's you're you're just a bad person. If you yeah. want to, if you feel like this affects you in some way, it doesn't. Get over it. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah, I, I will say this. It is on the internet. And if I had a dollar for every time someone made a death threat against me, I'd be fucking rich right now. I mean, <laughs> damn, just, dude, seriously. Be, being on, okay, I'm over exaggerating a little bit, but I'd have some petty cash, you know? Petty cash, like five bucks. What, what, what I'm saying is, is like the internet is full of fucking trolls who are just going to troll I, the fuck out of everybody. Like, I just, just feel like if you feel like you. I mean, I agree with you. Do but, something like that. Why? What, what's, what are you getting at? Because of? the internet, there's a bunch of shitty people there. Like, we can't get upset over everything people say on the internet, and that's become a trend lately. There's is, <laughs> there's absolutely no reason. Figure I totally out, agree. Figure out your own I, life and move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, sorry. Completely. If you think that that Last of Us Part Two is going to affect your, oh my god, you fucking killed out this character. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> then do it. Yeah. Then fucking do it. I don't care. Well, that's the thing that's so fascinating. It's like they're blaming her, and she was just yeah, giving a script to read lines. You know, like right. okay, I mean, find she the writers, then email it, them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, that's stupid. I hate. I hate the world. Yeah, it was. It was frustrating. So, anymore. so that was that was my biggest disappointment of the year. Um, even though Cyberpunk also, but I, mine plays. Pretty <laughs> I feel well, like Cyberpunk so. was going to be your number one. Yeah, I, I mine mine plays all right now that I've got it figured out. I mean, there's still some issues with it, but it's okay. it's getting there. So. 
Um, but the community spoke and they unanimous, unanimously said about 50% of them said Cyberpunk 2077. So they, uh, All right. they pick it up for me there. And then runner up is a three way tie between PlayStation 5 and the Xbox botched pre order launches. Oh, the last was part two. And then also the Ubisoft harassment and abuse issues. Uh-huh. So, all right. Holy shit. Here we are. Most underappreciated <laughs> game, everybody. There's a lot of cate- there's a lot of games in this category. Um, most underappreciated <laughs> game obviously goes to the game that did not get enough attention but deserves recognition for the year. So, you know, we want to make sure that they get uh they get recognized and heard. And um that's 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 what's important. Um officially I said this is a hidden gem. The hidden gem of twenty twenty. So yes. Well, mine isn't on the list, which, I mean, if I'm going to think in the future... That's what you want. I would say maybe Hades, depending on, you know, how much recognition they get going forward, which might not be much. Anyway, mine is Half-Life Alex because there was that short time when it came out and people were talking about it and everything, but then it's just, boom, like, it was done. There was no more, no more Half-Life Alex. Everything else that came out there, everyone's on board. We keep hearing about, you know, The Last of Us 2 and all these other major AAA titles. And I feel like for a Half-Life game that people were raving for when they first got announced and that we've been talking for for like since the last Half-Life game, you think there'd be more going on here. And there's just not. And I feel like there should be like it just baffles me. I kind of understand it, but it still baffles me. And I feel like Half-Life Alex is most underrated game this year. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I agree. I mean, it's, it's a good one. It's a really, really solid game that I feel like VR probably was a big part of that just because it yeah. hasn't reached the audience that it, it wanted to, but it's a, uh, yeah. I mean, I, w- I wish it, I wish people shot it from the rooftops for this game. Cause it's, I know awesome. exactly. <laughs> so what game were you shining from the rooftops for Jason? Sh- uh, I wouldn't say shouting. But uh, I would probably go with Dreams, even though I haven't played it. I, I think the concept behind it is very unique. Hey, fuck off. I, I think the it should concept. Be what? I know it should be. It should, it should be, be breath. Yeah, it should be because yeah. you talked a lot about it. But I, <laughs> I feel like the concept of behind making your own game, making your own uh, style of anything, and this one guy went through and made his own Avatar game, uh, The Last cool. Airbender, fucking phenomenal. I, I feel like this is the most unappreciated game just because of that concept. It, the ability to create whatever you want is what Little Big Planet should have been, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Man, dude. I think you just changed my mind. Oh. Oh, wow. I, I love it. Yeah. I was going to say Man Eater, which, I mean, it's still a fantastic it, game and everybody should play it on <laughs> PS5 for yeah. free this month. But this one has the, but the unique of. Dreams definitely did something that I feel like. It no touched you, didn't game it? Game has yes, it touched me. You're no no Anyways, anyway, dream dreams has has definitely created. Like I mean, for for one, like if we if we look at Astro's Playroom, which was the PS5 launch title, that was if you haven't played Astro's Playroom on PS5, if you have PS5, play that. It's so good, uh, super good. The Dreams game is to that level, like really close. It's not as good, but it's definitely up there. And it was literally meant to be. Here's how this game works. How how we built this. This is all built in dreams. This is yeah. how we want to showcase the tech. And then you, after you do that, you're released into the world of creating games or exploring other people's games. And I think that's the thing that kind of 
can hurt it is that if you don't have a big mainline, amazing long-term experience, you're not going to get a, get to keep people engaged in it super long. They were all kind of like early days of VR where it's like fun little experiences, but not yeah. like intense long-term story missions and so like, cause it's just hard to do or it's either it's hard to do or it makes more sense. If you have the skills to build a badass game, <coughs> just you should, you probably know how to build in unity and then you can build it there and then sell it and get it out in the world, which dreams has tried to like make that a thing where you can sell games from dreams and export them and put yeah. them in their own game. But I don't know if it's come to fruition yet, but as far as I can tell it. Hasn't. Yeah, no, it's kind of like died down yeah. from all that. But, but, um, but otherwise, that, it definitely that was would, good. That would be my uh, my second pick for sure. Because oh, yeah. they have this small community for making like realistic little walking simulators that are like, not you can't walk much, but like it looks super real. And yeah. it's made in dreams. And it blows my mind. Yeah. And the biggest one I've seen is Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender game. Oh, where yeah. You can be Aang, you're in the snow tundra. There's yeah. like places to go to, and you can literally bend all the elements. That thing looks phenomenal, like yeah. outstanding. Yeah, and he made he or he or she's not a game designer. Yeah, it's a that's he. Sort of, not a game designer. He's just making it from scratch. Making it from yeah. scratch. It, it's phenomenal, and yeah. like that game died down so quick, and I felt that's like true. it was just yeah. Yeah. If if y'all can pick it up for like thirty bucks or less, I would highly recommend grabbing it just to yep. play around with the tools because it's really cool once you get in there. Like how much cool stuff you can do with yeah. so little education in building worlds and things of that nature. Yeah, it's so really neat. The thing about that, I'm not that creative, so I'll probably make a block and make it move once, and that's it. See, so. the magical part is they have objects in here that aren't blocks, so you can just like I can get a circle. Yeah, you can, you can have freaking a like a, a freaking, you know, robot if you want oh. to that like does shit. And you can have like little like mounds of grass that you can just like stack like on top of each other. Creative. Yeah, it's so good. That. It's so good. So we can just play other people's <laughs> creations. See, that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Good stuff. Um, so the community voted and their most unappreciated game was barely Ori and the Will of the Wisp, which is appropriate. I still, and I think well That must well be a yeah. good one then. Um, and then second is Gears Tactics, which is another game that I feel like I would like to play. I feel like, Austin, you would like that because of XCOM. I have it downloaded, yeah. actually. I haven't played it yet. I think you'd probably get into that. So I think you should, so. you should try it. I'm going to try it. All right. Here we are, everybody. We've made it. You've, you've been with year. us. We are at the game of the year. We are approximately probably two hours in this podcast at this point. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, seriously? We are making it, yeah, because yeah. we're an hour and a half here, and I think the last segment was like 35 minutes, so we're oh, definitely definitely lengthy. Actually, yeah. I think we're at two and a half hours. <laughs> All right, well, let's, <laughs> like let's get into two it. And a half. All right. Austin. So, Game of the year, obviously, is the game that throughout all the categories <laughs> is just by far the game that stands out amongst story you know, freaking game design, art direction, music, yeah. all these things all bundled together. Game of the year. The cream of the crop for 2020. Awesome. Right. What do you got? So before I tell you, I'm going to go through the story because I think, you know, originally Cyberpunk was going to be part of this until they moved it. And I was like, I was so happy because I was like, there's no way that, cyberpunk doesn't get game of the year you know what i mean and Straight it's a good up. thing they did because they would not have got anything in these categories and because they moved it to the uh their launch date in uh, december 
it allows them to actually come back and get something for the, from the game awards uh, here in 2021. So curious to see how that happens, but wait, before you say yours, just so everybody else knows, cause we didn't mention this, that our game awards do end at November 30th. So anything that came out in December does not qualify for ours. So immortals, Phoenix rising and cyberpunk do not count for 2020 game awards. Continue. Right. And mine is Ghost of Tsushima. I'm sure it's not a huge surprise, but they do like that game just encompasses all of the major categories uh, that we've gone over into this game. And I think the thing that sealed it for most of us, at least like being in a game that's like worthy of major praise is when they released that free DLC where you can uh, legends where we can all play together. And it was freaking amazing. And we put a shit ton of time into that. And uh, yeah, so this game had literally everything we could ask for. That's it. Fuck. Yeah. Jason, what say you game of the year? 2020. Oh, I, think, I think you guys probably already know Marvel's. Avengers. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No, it's going to be ghost of Shushima. Ghost of Shushima. Hands down. Amazing story. <clears throat> amazing gameplay I, I can't find another game that is anything compared to this really and I feel like a lot of games now are modeling this after this game I just I love it it's outstanding I cried at the yeah. end cried in the oh game. yeah yep. I got emotional got a boner you know <laughs> it was uh phenomenal I could I can still watch that trailer when um I think it's the one where it's the ghost trailer and you like, let's set one, uh, one guy live. And like, it starts that like epic montage at the end. And Jun Sakai is just on that bridge and he yells, I forgot what he yells. And then the gate opens. I was like, Oh my God, it's yes. so good. It's just, it's just outstanding. And especially watching the development of Jin from being an honorable samurai and then going to, playing by their roles, being a ghost and doing something that's not honorable, but he still feels like it's honorable saving people. It's just, you feel that connection. You feel that struggle. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So, and plus the gameplay. And like you said, the free DLC that dropped. That was randomly, (laughs) randomly just like, what the fuck? There's multiplayer. Awesome. So what you got there? Uh, yes so i've been saying for the last six months there's nothing that will dethrone this game but yes ghost of tsushima is also my game of the year. <laughs> I like but far far and above like ghost of tsushima is definitely game of the year material and <laughs> i think that the the big piece about this is that I mean, in a, in a world that we live in now, where like games are released to the to the level of disaster that we can say about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, oh, yeah, the level of disaster that we've had with Marvel's Avengers, level of disaster we had with like just all these games always come out buggy and broken, and there's something wrong with them. This game wasn't that. I mean, there was not a single thing that happened in that game ever that I felt was like this ruined the experience for me or this was a game breaking bug or this like jack things up. I, mean, I had a little like weird quirks here and there, but like nothing that broke it. And then mm. as I mentioned earlier, consistency is a big piece of that. And that this game from start to finish was just consistently good. There would never, for me, it never dipped into this is shit. This is garbage. This shouldn't be here. There was never too little or too much of stuff. I mean, there's stuff there that like I could have 
if I wanted to keep going for like finding the freaking banners and stuff like that, I could, but yeah. I didn't have to. And they didn't push me towards that, but like it was there for people that wanted to get it. And yeah. the open world was beautiful. The story was great. The gameplay was great. And again, the Legends DLC, that was beyond a shock. Not yeah. only was it a shock to us, but the fact that it came out and it was so damn polished as oh, a yeah. multiplayer experience. Like, and it was very like, how? <laughs> it was very yeah. light, too. Yeah. It wasn't too heavy. It wasn't too, it was just very basic. I mean, their multiplayer experience. I think it was so well done. It was to the point where we wanted even more. Yeah, like, and please. that's the problem. It's like that's what his that's what his downfall was. Is that it just wasn't enough? But it was so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's. I mean, I'm glad honestly that they they did that because, like, I mean, I've put over 90 hours in that game, like through and through, and that's that's rare for me to say that I put over 90 hours into a game, and yeah. 90 hours that I would not give back. Like I've loved every minute of that game. Yeah. And it's funny too, because when I look back to like when they were announcing that game and talking about it, I was like, probably won't like this game. Like I'm probably not going to play too much of it. I'm going to get it Same. and try it. But I was like, this is going to be a, a Bloodborne for me. Or this is going to be a Dark Souls. Yep. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. That's right. That's right. You should say that. But then also not only did it do that, it's opened my mind up to like being comfortable with these playing style games, games like this. Yeah. So now it's like, I wouldn't have played, I mean, now I have like, I feel like I've entered a new era of my game. Like, of, I, I feel like I've matured as a gamer to where now I like, I wanted to play Valhalla, which has a bit more, you know, combat mechanics to it. And I wanted to play, um, and we went to Godfall, which I mean, again, like we said, it was kind of bad. But like all these games that have like all these different, like more complex mechanics, like I kind of want to jump into Bloodborne now just because I've, played a game that has more of these like different types of features and stuff like that. And I want to play more RPGs. Like I want to freaking go back to Skyrim for whatever reason, because of this game. Like I want to play these games like this because I feel like I've evolved as a gamer because of Kusushima. So shout out to Soccer Punch, man. You missed out on a lot. I know. That's what you're saying. (laughs) I have. have Anyway. uh, Touched you. And now you want to be touched more. I agree. That's, all, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. I feel like I hear a lot of people probably being like, "Why didn't you pick The Last of Us Part Two? And uh, I think we we can go over that a little bit too. It's just, I mean, if you go back and listen to our initial thoughts, for me, like I just stopped playing because it was such a, like the first one was a crazy post apocalyptic. There are no rules, kind of like The Walking Dead type game, right? And it was yeah. crazy people. I feel like this one took it up a notch, and given the times we're living in, I literally, it was too hard to play mentally. Like I just couldn't take it. And I tried and tried. And I was like, I, I can't like you, you're gruesomely killing people. And that's fine. Like I'm all about, you know, do all this crazy stuff. I mean, we see so much of that video games as it is. And so sadly I didn't get to play all of it through. And I kind of wanted to go back to it, but obviously some of the story was spoiled for me. So it's kind of like, for me, it's just the story didn't pan out, you know, the way I wanted to. And I've heard, you know, opinions on both sides of why this game is bad or good. And, you know, I've heard one where it's like, maybe everyone was expecting this to be so good or come out a different way that it just couldn't be that game we wanted it to be. And if that's the case, that's fine. I mean, I just don't like the way that I think a lot of people expect this game to be completely different, kind of like the first one. And I know Brett was saying that Neil Druckmann said that, we've already told that story. So when you tell a different story, and I think that's fine too, but I think too many people were expecting something different 
and they went a completely different way, maybe too far out of left field, you know, if uh, you want to say that. And it's just, I just don't think it was going to pan out because I felt like the first story was such a masterpiece in the way that they told it with those two characters and the way it progressed all the way through, like, you know, had me at the edge of my seat and freaking phenomenal. Like, definitely <laughs> the only other game that beats that game is God of War. And yeah. that's probably my game of all time, like favorite game of all time. Well, that's yeah. the problem with the, I mean, with sequels. I mean, you have the first one that set that bar and then you have the sequel that's oh, yeah. not that great. As for God of War, that just went a whole different total path of everything. You might as well say that's a soft reboot of everything of God of War and it just yeah. moved on from there. But yeah, I can see that. So. I mean, my, my thing with The Last of Us is that, I mean, Game of the Year is not meant to be the best narrative of the year. Yeah. And I feel like the reason why it won Game of the Year at the Game Awards and like all these other people are giving an award is because of the narrative that they told. And as far as gameplay goes, this game is very much the same as Last of Us Part 1. There's right. not much gameplay that's changed here other than they've added more mechanic, more crafting materials and stuff like that. But ultimately, this gameplay has not fundamentally changed anything since when that game came out, what, 2013, 20, yeah. whatever? 20, yeah, 2013. Not much of a change. Visually, it's stunning. I mean, I, I definitely think The Last of Us Part Two is probably the best-looking game to date on PlayStation. Like, definitely, it's incredibly gorgeous. Um but it wasn't consistent like Ghost of Tsushima was. That game was so incredibly consistent from start to finish, and there were so many points in Last of Us where I was like, "Fuck, they're making me do this bullshit again." Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do this, I gotta do that. I'm like, I've, I feel like I've done this same loop over and over again, and it's like, it's like I'm playing Marvel's Avengers, but Marvel's Avengers I had a blast with, but it's like yeah. it was just, it just didn't quite work, and there was. There was just a lot of inconsistency in there. There was really great high points, but there's a lot of low points. Where I was just like, oh, shit, yeah. this is like just like, bad game design. I think the mission I stopped playing at was the one after Ellie and Joel were in, like, there was a flashback and they were going to that uh, that museum. Yeah. And there was this great, like, these great moments between those two. And, like, that's what I wanted from this game is, like, just see more of that. And uh, obviously, Joel dies early on and, you know, I think some people are upset about that and the way he dies. Honestly, you know, it's just kind of like uh, with uh, Return of the Jedi or not Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi. Like, you know, Luke probably needs to die. Han probably needs to die. Joel probably needs to die. But it's about how they died. And for me, it just kind of was like, all right, he's dead. It, moving on. There's so much more to the story. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, that's not something you just throw in there lightly. And for me, it's just like, yeah. And then going to that scene where they go to the amusement park, the flashback, it was just like, man. I just felt like so much more can be done here. Yeah. Told differently. Yeah, that was a really good scene. But yeah, there was like, I mean, there was probably five hours of that game you could have cut out and it would have mattered. Like literally, yeah. like the last four missions were pointless because where you ended up could have been done prior to those four four missions. But then they just added a bunch of fluff in there that was like, why am I wasting my time with this right now? And I felt the same with The Last of Us Part Part 1, honestly, as the last like two missions just felt so grueling because I knew where I was going. I knew what I was headed to. But I felt like I kept – it was like I was climbing a mountain that I didn't want to go up. And it was it was, it was was very frustrating. But I never felt that with Ghost of Tsushima. So the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. All right. All right. Community vote. Real quick before we close it out. Was voted very closely – um, actually, we have a three-way tie now. Um, 
Last of Us Part Two, Hades, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh wow, man! Look at that. Kind of crazy. Shima came in second, technically. Holy <laughs> shit! God. Okay, that's well, cool. Training required. Right, okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Exactly. That's yep. cool. That's right. Community. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the epic first episode of 2021 where we oh. talk about our game of the year for 2020. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming this year. Can't wait to share it with you. But we're gonna take a quick break and uh, you know come with our upcoming video game release. Actually, our upcoming free games of the month because there are no like big games coming out but if you want to contribute to next week's segment you should join us on our discord channel you can check out that link in the show notes and we'll be right back for our upcoming games of january free that are on playstation and xbox you're listening to the inner gamer next week let's talk about our free games of the month actually not next week but this whole entire month of january because that's the month we're in is january it's a new year so let's talk about the games you can pick up for free on the xbox or playstation 5 if you have an xbox you can get little nightmares from january 1st to the 31st you get the king of fighters x i i i which i think is 13 x i i i i i <laughs> is that the Hispanic version of that? Uh, that's maybe. right. I don't that's know. Right. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Um, Breakdown and then Dead Rising. So those are on Xbox. On PlayStation, as always, you get the cream of the crop, the best of the best. You get the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. If you haven't played that, you should pick that up. You also get Greedfall, which I downloaded oh, yesterday. Damn, I did not right. know Greed. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. And then for PlayStation 5 exclusively, I hope you got oh, that God. PlayStation over the holidays, Man Eater. It's an awesome game. You should definitely play it. I reviewed it on the podcast. It was fantastic. And you should definitely pick it up because it's awesome and it's only for PS5 users. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Enhanced for PlayStation so, 5. Enhanced. We all get it. I hope y'all can get it too. That's right. Yeah. Way to rub it in there, Brett and Austin. That's right. <laughs> And with that, that's going to wrap up our show this week. Be sure and check us out next Tuesday for more from your favorite video game podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday on our stream at 7 p.m. Central Time. And real quick, before we go into what Austin's going to talk about, where can we find Jason Hobbs at? Oh, you can find me at uh, Skip Rent by Podcast, either at uh, on Spotify, anywhere you freaking really listen to your podcast at. And then also find us at uh, Skip Rent by at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email at all. And uh, yeah, please listen to our podcast. Sorry, Brett threw me off big no. time on that one. It's great. I appreciate good. it. Yeah, we, uh, we review Fun. movie, TV shows, you know, all that jazz. And if you want to be on the podcast, please let us know and we can review something that you want us to review. Or we can talk about something we reviewed in the past that you don't agree with because I love arguing people that something is bad. Can I be on the podcast and review Teletubbies? Yes, if you want to be. Are you going to be pro Teletubbies? But be oh, willing. No. I'm going to be hammered drunk and <laughs> telling you why Teletubbies is the best show ever in the world. Oh, so, okay. He's taking the pro stance. Okay. Yeah, there okay. you go. Right. Please listen, share, and like, and subscribe. So, yep. What do you all got? Right. There, honky. That's all I got. Awesome. Okay. That's, That's me. <laughs> if he's the honky, I'm the tonky. And if you want to support our show, you can donate on the website at theinnergamer.net. All donations go towards making the podcast, videos, and streams even better. You can also join in on the conversation over on our Discord channel, so check out the channels for that link. And as always, if you cannot contribute monetarily, please take time to share this episode with a friend, family member, or loved one. 
The more eyes we get in front of our content, the faster we grow, and it helps more than you know. So thank you for continued support. I'm Austin Morales. I'm Brian Oski. And I'm Jason Hobbs. You've been listening to the Intergamer Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week because we're back. Podcast out.